You're listening to Video Monsters, a weekly podcast. Uh, well, uh, mostly weekly. Sometimes more, sometimes less. <sighs> All right, fine. A mostly weekly podcast of Creatures Talking Features with your hosts, Nathan Simmons and Eric Harris. Video Monsters is brought to you by the Chattanooga Film Festival and Central Cinema in Knoxville, Tennessee. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or online at chatfilmfest.org and centralcinema865.com. And links for each of these can also be found on our pages, so be sure to follow us at Video Monster Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Hello and welcome to episode 340 of Video Monsters, where we take movies seriously, just not ourselves. I'm Nathan. I'm Eric. And I'm Dan. And tonight is our popcorn punch out video rack attack bracket for um, May 24. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about A24 films in May. I always feel like uh, like I'm a little too aroused when I say May with that stutter in between. It's May 24. <laughs> Hey, yeah, what is that? Oh, that reminds me of something. <laughs> I don't know. I cannot I think of it. It reminds me of like some reminded you dude of. bro character in a movie. Oh, I'm positive <laughs> that it did. Oh, it's the... It's, it's, he's going to show her your O-Face, That's man. exactly what it is. Yeah, the O-Face from Office Face. That's like 100% <laughs> what it is. Yeah. That is... He's showing us your A-Face. The two of you are going to see my A-Face a lot tonight, and I hope that you are bringing your A-game to this A24 video rack attack bracket because who boy there are over a hundred potential movies that we are going to be talking about tonight yeah there are 115 total a24 movies that have been released uh since 2013 at the time of this recording as of right now the latest a24 release is everything everywhere all at once Yes. So anything before that is eligible, and we only have twenty <laughs> movies that we can choose, and only three of them are even going to be make it. Oh make it my end, god! So. so, so yeah, if uh. this is the first episode that you're listening to, um, the the popcorn punch out is something new that we're doing with these episodes, where we have spent way too much time uh, in chat trying to figure out what movies we're going to cover, or even what themes we're going to cover each month. And so we're like, you know what? We're spending two plus hours easily trying to figure out what movies we're going to talk about. And sometimes we change our mind at the last second. Let's just start turning that into episodes. So our first episode from each month is going to be uh, where we take all of the potential movies for the theme for that month. And we're going to put them into this giant plastic uh, Halloween decoration skull. And uh, we're going to do a bracket to narrow down the top three movies that we're going to be discussing. And for me, the movies that we're picking, I generally think of the ones that are going to be the most fun to discuss, not necessarily Mm -hmm. the best movies. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean they're bad movies. And there's certainly a lot of great movies that I want us to discuss. But that's my general philosophy approaching this is, all right, what do we want to talk about? Because if it's a movie that we just all kind of universally agree, hey, this is great. Yep. All right. The end. So, you know, I, I like having uh, a little bit more of that debate going through and uh, and talking about some of well, this. And this bracket should be interesting because, like, listen, looking at the oh, 19 films I've got on my list of potentials, the lowest rated is a 2.8 and I'm stunned it's got a 2.8 <laughs> it should not have a 2.8 but everything else is easily 3.5 or above yeah 
So, I mean, these are high-scoring films mm-hmm. on Letterboxd. Yeah, and, and again, like, all of these are great movies, which is part of why this is going to be an especially difficult bracket. I mean, um, let me, here, let's be clear. Not all of these are great movies, but I do think that A24 has an incredibly consistent track record in terms of, like... Yes. Not, not all of them are good movies, but they're all great movies. Hmm, I mean... They're all uh, at least... Interesting that's, movies at the very least. That's yeah, that's kind of the They're, direction. I mean, I though, just the list of the list of directors that we, we've got to choose from is astounding. Yeah. Um, from these films. The, the, I mean, this is a who's who of like really good modern filmmakers. <clears throat> yeah, There's a surprising and, amount sorry, of like curation for a distribution company. Like it's weird that a distribution company has managed to like carve out a, a like knit niche for themselves where they are like when you see an A24 film you're like yep that's an A24 film that makes total sense even though the like these films cover an incredible incredibly wide range of genres like it's such a diverse selection mm-hmm. of films but they all have this kind of like quintessential A24-ness that's difficult to pin down but like you just know it yeah. when you see it <laughs> i yep. mean a lot of people have a very specific word to describe uh, a24 films that they could pin it down with and on many films i will agree but not all of them uh so like even with yes even within uh-huh. this of yes dan some good pretension never hurt anybody <laughs> absolutely listen directors have to be pretentious Otherwise, they, we wouldn't get good art. Did, no, directors have yeah. to be confident. But that is not a discussion yeah. for now. We can talk about that later when we eventually do uh, our Cameron punch out. So, um, <laughs> so, couldn't resist. No, I can't. So this is exactly why we started going to uh, to this bracket style is because we could be spending and we're going to spend the next at least two hours just narrowing down 16 movies into the three that we want to discuss. And if we did not commit that to an episode, then right before we recorded one, I guarantee to you that one of us would be texting the rest saying, guys, 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 dudes, dudes, I just watched whatever movie we just watched. I think we need to talk about that one instead. And uh, that's been our track record. So yeah, my list list of films has changed (laughs) like, 20,000 times over the course of just like the past week and we I've been stewing over this for over a month now. So yep. we need we need to get them into the skull where they can't change anymore. <laughs> exactly. So uh, again, if this is the first time that you're joining us, the way that these popcorn punch out episodes work is we are going to take 20 movies, uh, five of the uh, five of the top films from the audience survey and then five from each of us and all of them are going to go into these little universal studios uh like party favor little pokemon ball uh plastic egg looking things and they're all going to be routed around in inside of this giant plastic uh, halloween decoration and they're going to be randomly drawn and going to be doing uh two pairings or not two pairings a pairing of uh, two movies and we're going to work through that. So 16 movies, um, randomly drawn pairs, and we're going to talk about which one we want to move forward. And then we're all going to vote in the chat. And, uh, and if you're listening to this not live, uh, that chat is in Discord. And you should join us. Uh, go follow the link on Facebook and, and join us in Discord so that you can be a part of this as well. Uh, so, so, yeah, there's going to be 16 movies that we're going to be pulling from a possible 20 which means that at least one of all of our picks is going to make it. 
because even if all five of the audience suggestions make it, all five of Dan's make it, all five of Eric's make it, I am guaranteed at least one of my movies being in that first round of 16. Mm-hmm. Hopefully more mm-hmm. than one, but that uh, th- that's how we figured it <laughs> that was probably the most equitable to make sure that you know one of us wasn't getting entirely screwed with the uh, the movies that were coming out of the skull so we start with that uh, round of 16 and the winners are going to advance and the losers are not and then the winners in the round of eight those are also going to be randomly paired so there is no like the winner of this one is going to go up against the winner of that one they're all going back into the chaos skull they're all going to be mixed around and and pulled out randomly and that round of eight is going to go down to uh, round of four and then from those four those uh, the two winners obviously are going to be two of the three that we talk about that leaves one more movie that one is going to be decided from the chaos bracket in the chaos bracket initially it's going to start with the two movies that lose in the round of four but each of us has a chaos card and throughout the uh, throughout the bracket if there is a movie that loses that we do not want to see completely stricken from the list we play our chaos card and it gets added to that chaos bracket. If only one of us uses it, then it's going to be the two losers, uh, the audience chaos, which I'll get to in a second, and then our chaos pick. If a second one of us uses a chaos card, it removes the two losers from that final four. So it would only be the audience chaos and the two chaos picks from uh, from the two people who played that card. And then if the third one, then those are the four possible movies in that final uh, final pairing. Uh, we also are taking a couple of notes from Screen Drafts because we all love that podcast where we do have rollover chaos cards. If we do not use our chaos card to advance a loser straight to the chaos bracket, then you have two chaos cards. One of them can be used to advance a loser to the next round. So if uh, if a movie loses in the round of 16, you can decide whether to advance it to the round of eight or straight to the chaos bracket. If you advance a movie into the next round, that's kicking out one of the winners because there's going to be nine movies and we're going to be pulling eight of them. So it's possible yeah. that the one that you just they're matching card up at on, random. So it's right. So it is possible that your uh, your movie that you just uh, use a chaos card on would not get drawn or it's possible that it's kicking out one of the other winners. Uh, so that's what happens if you have two. One of them advances it to the next round. One of them advances and, it and straight I, to chaos. I do believe I'm, I'm the only one with two, correct? <laughs> you are the only <laughs> one that has two of your chaos cards. Uh, <laughs> yes, Nathan and I both deployed ours in the last episode. Yeah. Uh, one of us to much greater success than the other. I won't name names. <laughs> Eric's chaos pick of Zathura ended up making it to the end and we ended up talking about Zathura. May, yeah, my yeah, chaos did. pick of uh was it bad taste I bad think taste yeah did not make it to the end and that's fine that's uh, fine that's, that's cinderella the, story if there ever was one that, that is yeah. the joy of these uh these chaos cards if by some super rare instance you're able to make it three popcorn punch outs without using a chaos card then you can either use one to advance uh, one to the next round, one to advance one all, to the, all the way to the end, but you can only use two that way, or you can spend all three to pull any movie that you want within theme straight to the chaos bracket. So if a movie that you are just absolutely gunning for doesn't even make it into the round of 16, you can spend all three of your chaos cards to pull one that didn't even make it in straight to the end. 
So, you know, there's some benefit, I think, in uh, in holding on to them. But I, I doubt any of us is going to make it three episodes of, uh, <laughs> of these punch outs without using a chaos card. All right. Yep. I think that that's... I don't even uh, know if I'll make it through. <laughs> I, well, I know that I'm going to make it through this one because I need you- my chaos cards for either our themed episode or for our uh, for our June episode. But I, I need to. I, I cannot go into either of those with just one. So that's going to suck. All right. Uh, I mentioned just a minute ago that there's also a chaos, uh, a uh, audience chaos card. Yeah. And just, depending yeah. on how many people actually join us during the live episodes, that's going to affect how that works. Uh, if we have enough people then it's going to be a, a trivia at the start of the episode and whoever wins the trivia is going to have uh, the chaos card that they can just deploy whenever they want to. Uh, tonight, we do not have enough people to actually make that happen. And so what we're going to be doing tonight is the top rated audience pick. If it loses is going to make it into the chaos round. <coughs> and I need to pull that back up in just a second so that I can actually uh, Make sure to uh, to list all of those off. Oh, don't don't tell me. Don't I don't want to know. No, I I need. Well, I yeah, I don't uh, want to know which one was the top rated though. Ah, uh, <laughs> see, I was gonna give the uh, the stats of what the average rating on each of those was. That's fine. I, I won't say what the top rated one was. No, but no, I do. I don't want to know because I don't want to. You, you don't want it, that it to affect your arguments. If I know one's gonna make it anyway. Right. <laughs> all right. So. Um, so the five movies that advanced from the uh, and we, we sent out a survey we posted it in discord posted it on facebook posted yeah. it uh, in, in all the socials linking it to uh, to where you could vote on the movies that you want to hear us discuss and based off of those results the five audience picks for tonight are scrolling back up so that i can find them here we go all right so the five audience picks for tonight are x green room midsummer the lighthouse and the killing of a sacred deer. So those five are definitely going into the skull. We hit. And our I, audience has killed it. Great job, audience. Yep. <laughs> and I need to find those and add those to it. Uh, we're, we're doing something a little bit different uh, from our last episode because, again, these popcorn punch outs are still fairly new uh, for, for our structure. So tonight we are going into this without knowing what the rest of our picks are. So rather than having this planned out ahead of time, we're going to be announcing each of these and we're, we're not going to spend time discussing them here because we will discuss them if they get uh, pulled out from the skull. But let's start going around. Uh, and, and before Guys, this is giving me so much anxiety. Like, it truly I love has. It. I love it. Instead of talking around being like, yeah, pick this. I oh, no, Dan, pick that one. I'll break down uh, by round three. Uh, yeah this is, it's so, terrifying not knowing what you all are throwing into the skull <laughs> so before i want this i want this draft to emulate like uncut gems i want every one of us to just be like on the wrinkle right now afraid nerves by the end of it yeah well before we oh uh, man i should have brought in my furby for this <laughs> <laughs> before we start listing off uh the movies that that we're adding to the skull Let's go around and give just a a brief, very brief summary of what our general thinking was for how we picked the movies. So don't go into details about any of the movies, but Mm -hmm. just what was your general (laughs) thought process for working through this? Uh, And Dan, let's start with you. All right. I went with a good mix of 
because I, I knew the audience was going to pick some great picks, so I knew I wouldn't have to pick, say, Midsommar or Green Room or The Lighthouse. Knowing that those five were already picked, I cut out any films by the same director, other films by those same directors. Just because I'm like, okay, this opens up my list more. Because as we mm. said, there's a lot of variety here, a lot of chances. And then I went with a mix of like, okay, I've seen this movie. I freaking love this movie. So this movie needs to be talked about versus I haven't seen this movie, but it looks incredibly cool. I want to talk about it. Right. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Good that, mix. That was definitely a lot of the stuff going through my mind as well. Uh, not necessarily what the deciding factors uh, for me were. But before mm. I say how I arrived at my picks, Eric, what yes, about sir? you? What was your general thought process? Or what was your um, general anxiety attack process of how you arrived at your films? Yeah, I mean, I think my general thought process was thought, thought process. I can't even talk. My brain is too is just still <laughs> doing backflips. Uh, my general thought process was basically, oh, shit, oh, shit, I need to put this movie in here. What about this one? Oh, crap. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? Um, but no, I, I really wanted to try to create a diverse list, not just at, like at, in terms of genre, in terms of filmmakers, in terms of like representation, different types of stories, uh, different types of perspectives. Um, and I was also like the, the I think the hardest part about this is with something like our alien punch out that we did last month, like Obviously, Nathan, you're going to pick some off-the-wall stuff like Mom and Dad Save the World. I don't know what you're talking like, about. That is a I had perfectly a pretty, terrible movie. Right, right. Of, of course. But like, I knew kind of your approach to that, and we discussed it ahead of time. But like, with this one, I have no idea what the f*** either of you are going to pick here. Because these <laughs> movies are so different. And Nathan, you, don't have quite a, you haven't watched quite as many of these movies. I as have Dan watched and I have. seven and a half of them. Right. This it's uh, <clears throat> and I feel like you are in a very chaotic mindset in general. So like you're a total wild card for me, Dan. I have a general idea of what you think, but I also you mentioned that you have some outlier picks. So I tried to go yeah. with. I have a strategy where like there are certain movies that I definitely want on the list, but I have a feeling that maybe you all have picked them. So I may be saving those to throw in toward the end. Um just to see if they get pushed out before. So I'm going with my weirder choices first, I think. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's kind of my approach it. to it. That's, that's what I'm going to try to do. And I don't even know if they're <laughs> super weird choices or not, but we'll see. All right. So y'all are going to love this. My thought process <laughs> was, oh, shit, I don't have enough time to like do enough research for all of these because there are 115 movies and I just I, I didn't make the time. I've got too much else going on and uh, if you are listening to this episode live, you know that our last couple of episodes are not even posted yet. If you're listening to this once it posts, then obviously they're posted because I post them in order. So my thought process for which movies I am adding to the skull whether or not I own them <laughs> That's it. Well, I, well, okay, hold, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. So <laughs> that, that was so my deciding movie. I will, I will say this though too. A twenty four, it's uh, online distributor is Showtime. Yeah, all, almost all of these are available currently on Showtime, which does have a thirty day free trial. That's true. They literally, if you go under their like menu under movies, 
there's a section that's just A24. There's also it wasn't even necessarily whether or not they're going to be available for me to watch. It was I need something to rein in my decisions because like, I, I, I started watching makes- through like I started watching through the trailers and I was just like, I want to watch this one and this one and this one. And that's like the best part of watching a 24 on physical. <laughs> it's like, they'll show like five trailers and you're like, yep. All of them, please. Check, yes. check, check, yep. Check. <laughs> and I, I don't know whether or not this one's going to come up. So I'm going to go ahead and mention something about it here. Rewatching the trailer for a ghost story. I've not seen mm-hmm. it yet and I don't know anything about it. And watching the trailer, it reminded me of some movies that I don't especially love. But there was one point during the trailer where I legit almost started crying. And I was like, oh, my God, I need oh, wow. to see this movie. It was and when I, uh, the, the trailer. Yes. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, the. I wish the trailer for that movie was just there's a scene in that movie where Rooney Mara eats an entire pie. And that should <laughs> it, that should have just been the trailer for the movie of it. Like, and, yeah, it's, in a real, it's in, in real, real time. Real, yeah. While she eats the pie. And like, I'm hoping pie. they only made her do one take of that damn thing. It, oh man, can you imagine? I don't actually know. I bet it was. It had to have been. Surely. Well, Otherwise, so, we have some sort of stand by me type of thing happening. That that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. That was the thing, though. Is uh, watching the trailer and no, it did not show her eating an entire pie. That was like the first one in the list of 115 movies that I needed to try to get through, and I was just like, I I can't. I will be overwhelmed. So I am restricting my options to the ones that I own. And so how many do you own? 15. I own twice as many movies from a 24 as what I've seen. Interesting. (laughs) And I've only seen five of the ones that I own. I think that's a perfect perfect ratio, man. Right. (laughs) You've seen twice. You've seen half of what you own. Perfect. I've I've seen a third of what I own. I own twice as many as what I've seen. Love it. So, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yes, yes. so yeah, that uh, and and honestly, some of the ones on yeah, this half list, is a good ratio. Some of the ones on this list, uh, I don't know anything about. I bought them because I found them super fucking cheap, and I picked <laughs> them up. And so there were a few on here that I'm like, wait, that's an A24 movie, really? I'm not so, just trying to figure, like, look at this and see like what movies would Nathan own. <laughs> I, I also. I I am leaning towards not adding in movies that we've covered before. So there's only one, right? Uh, there is it hereditary. The only movie we've covered. No, we we literally just covered under the skin. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Under the skin. Yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. We're not covering that. We just covered. We should. That. I'm gonna throw it in yeah. there just to <laughs> throw it in there just to waste one of your picks. Please do throw it in there and use a chaos card on it. Oh my god! Please do that. Can we use so, a chaos card to boot something out. No. <laughs> I've, I've thought about that. About is there a way to have enough chaos cards to counteract someone adding in some chaos? Basically, be a veto. <laughs> pretty much. Um, but yeah, under the skin, I'm not gonna add because we just covered it. A prayer before dawn. Mm-hmm. most likely is not going to make it in there because Eric and I have already talked about it. Uh, we covered right. some That's of our chat film fest uh, coverage and as a very quick aside, um, chat film fest is one of our sponsors and they did release the wave one announcement of their films for this year. And the festival is going to be, I need to scroll up here to make sure I have the dates right. It is going to be June 23rd through 28th. It is going to be uh, virtual again this year. 
and the tickets are on sale. Uh, batches for the entire weekend are on sale. The the wave one of films has included what five, ten, fifteen, eighteen films, um, and several live events. I've not had a chance to actually look through any of the trailers for these movies, so I'm not as familiar with most of them. But uh, part of the reason that uh, that talking about A24 reminded me of, oh, right, I need to say something about Chat Film Fest is most of the A24 films that I've seen have been through Chat Film Fest. They, That's they what always I was have, thinking, yeah. Yeah, they, they always have a great selection. There's always some amazing movies. So even with not knowing anything about the films uh, that they are uh, showing this year, Yet, I do plan on watching some of the trailers, and we're going to discuss those uh, a little bit later as we get a little bit closer to Chat Film Fest. But even without knowing anything about them, I, I, I can guarantee you that there are going to be some amazing movies on that list. There's going to be some incredibly interesting movies, even if they don't land with you. There's going to be some movies that maybe really don't land, but the stories behind like how those movies exist are going to add so much appreciation for them. And then that's one of the things that I love about chat film fest is it's not always just what is the highest critically acclaimed movie. It's taking a look at that entire cinematic uh, creation and cinematic experience. And sometimes, sometimes movies that aren't highly revered are added to the list because of, you know, some of their surrounding information about, you know, like how amazing it is that it was even made because of, you know, X, Y, or Z. Uh, like, for instance, a few years ago, they screened Demon, and the director of that movie committed suicide shortly after it, it was made. And, and that's tragic, and that's horrible, and that is, you know, nothing about that is good. It's also true that that movie is so haunting on its own. Reading some of the backstory about what happened to the director and, like, what he was going through when that happened makes that movie almost like possessed in how haunting it is. And, and it is an amazing movie. Every time I watch it. Oh my God. It like, it it should be an a 24 film. It is. It's extraordinary. I love that. It's so good. Every time that I watch it, it grabs another part of me. And, and, and it's a movie that I, I can't stop thinking of. It's just Mm -hmm. one of those movies that out of the blue, I'll just start thinking about one of the scenes from demon and I'm like, holy fuck, why am I sad? And, and it's because of that movie It is so powerful chat film fest puts out some amazing movies and I cannot wait uh, to, to screen those this year and for all of us to, to really dive into those and to give some of our analysis on them, obviously not in too much depth because we don't want to spoil them for people who haven't seen them yet. Uh, but yeah, and they, they, last year, at least three or four of them have gotten picked up by Shutter, so you know, see them like six months before they show up on Shutter. Yeah, always a good thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, be, be a part of that buzz. And man, there were there were some great movies last year, and I I just want to talk about all of those again. But we have too much that we need to talk about tonight. So I'll move on from Chat Film Fest. Um, but just- well, one day we will do a Chat Film Fest punch out. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Like all films that have been Chat Film Fest films. That's going to be a huge survey to send out to the audience because that's uh, <laughs> like six years, I think. So that, that's going to be like pushing yeah, 200 well. movies. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, uh, my earliest uh, A24 film is 10 years ago, so I don't see that being an issue. Well, <laughs> fine. 
Uh, but yeah, Chat Film Fest, it's, it's amazing. The Virtual Film Fest is, again, June 23rd through 28th. Get your tickets now. There's, again, even just the first wave of films has like 15 uh, feature films on there. They're, they're going to have some live events. Graham Skipper is going to be giving a talk about Godzilla. That alone is yeah, worth is. the price of admission because here at Video Monsters, Graham, we f***ing love you. And we also love Godzilla. And yes, in that pairing, we just gave Graham Skipper top billing over Godzilla. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so. And 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 let's be clear, we are best friends with Godzilla. Like he's he's a he's a pal of the show. He's not <laughs> by often. We don't put him on mic because he can't really speak very clearly. Yeah. Um, you get a lot of feedback, but like he's a good guy. He, it's a bad rap. <laughs> he is absolutely our friend. Everyone loves Godzilla. <laughs> Okay, so. he's, he's he's now yes. he's now uh, attacking Nathan's screen. <laughs> this, this is it a, looks like he's reaching out to give us a big hug. This is a great visual for an audio medium. All right, let's get back uh-huh. to the uh, to the popcorn punch out. Uh, there We're was describing visual things on an audio media, medium. That's fun. <laughs> that totally works. All right, we've been rambling. Let's get back into this. Uh, I don't remember where exactly we left off, um, but but yeah, all all of my picks are going to be five audio. Yeah. The, so yeah, the five the five audience again. Already mentioned these, but the five audience picks are X, Green Room, Midsummer, The Lighthouse, and The Killing of a Sacred Deer. So, Dan, I already have those five into the Skull of Decisions. What is your first pick? And also put it in the chat so that uh, as you were talking, just just to hear about it, I can find it. Don't go into too much detail about each of the movies, but you know. Just, uh, I can't just, believe you're looking through like a hundred films, dude. I would have just written them on blank pieces. Uh, I, I have them all sp- you are spaced dedicated. out. I have them all spaced out to where I should be able to find all them right. relatively easily. So my first one is uh, one of the oldest A24 films. And that's Harmony Corinne's Spring Breakers. Ah, oh, good. Thank yeah, you. Excellent. Perfect. Got it. All right. Spring Breakers is going into the skull. And also, uh, crossing one off my list, because that's one of the ones that I own. <laughs> Are we going around? That's why like- I wanted to do this. That's <laughs> yeah, why I wanted to fun. do it like this. because be, It would open up other people's lists, possibly, to include some ones they might not have chosen. <sighs> exactly. Especially okay. last, uh, last minute. All right. Eric, what is yes. your first pick that you were adding um, to the skull? For my for my first pick, I am taking us back to eighth grade. Ooh, oh, that takes one that. off my list. And I I am not even the tiniest bit surprised. I should have already had that one uh, set aside because I fucking knew that you were going to pick eighth grade. You knew you knew I was going to pick a, yes. a Bo Burnham movie. Yes, I had that. Oh, you know? Well, I had that at the bottom of my list for that very reason. Uh, like, I figured there's a chance he might not, but. No, there, there <laughs> was no chance. There was no chance that he wasn't picking eighth grade. That was going to be uh-huh. the top of his list. <laughs> All right. So eighth grade is in the skull. For my first pick, I am going with a movie that um, at the time did not know that it was a 24. But in retrospect, it makes perfect sense that it's a 24. It is a, a captivating little uh, story about mother and daughter and some of the familial tensions therein. My first pick is The Monster. Ah, I, sh- nice. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. 
wasn't on my list, but I really enjoy that movie. I have been wanting to All talk right. about this one for a while on the podcast. So even if it just gives us a chance tonight, I really, I really enjoyed that film. Oh, I'm yeah. happy that's in there. I haven't seen. All it. right, so for my next, pick, I'm I'm going way one that I don't think many people would pick, and this is the end of the tour. Mm-hmm. The film about the David Foster Wallace interviews from Rolling Stone. Good. I, this was in my long list. And I really like James Ponsalt, so I'm happy with that. This mm. one is also one of the ones that was talked about on the uh, screen drafts, uh, A24 draft. So not surprised that it's showing up here as well. All right, end of the tour is in the skull. Eric, what is your next pick? Speaking of screen drafts, I added this at the last minute because I listened to the Space Horror draft today. So my next pick is High Life. Mm. Ooh. High Life. There it is. Getting some more Robert Pattinson in there. The, uh, <laughs> easily the the A24 mascot, for sure. The MVP of this easily. company. Easily. I don't know. Uh, Willem Dafoe could make an argument. Mm, Willem Dafoe <laughs> should make an argument. That is true, yeah. That's why The Lighthouse is the ultimate yep. A24 film. All right. Next up, <laughs> I am... Oh, what am I going to go with next? I am going to go with something that I don't think that either of you are going to pick. It is one that, especially based off of what is already in the skull, I think is going to be wildly different. Uh, my next pick is going to be Life After Beth. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Interesting. This is the... Uh, uh, oh, shit. What's her name? The uh, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. That's it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Never, never can argue with an, an Aubrey Plaza inclusion. Love That's her very so true. much. She's fantastic. All right. Well, if we're gonna talk about the patron saint of uh, A24 films, I might as well add this in now. Feel like it might have been on someone else's list, but might as well uh, lead with some good time. Good time <laughs> from the set. Yeah, we're, are we gonna get all the Robert Pattinson movies in here? <laughs> yes. Seems that way. I, actually, is that all of them? I thought there that might he be was in at least one more, no. but maybe not. There, there might be also okay. uh, one I watched. This week oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right. I remember. Oh, man. Interesting. Okay. All right. So my next pick then is a movie that I'm picking specifically because I desperately want Nathan to watch it. And that is a little movie called Swiss Army Man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If I was going based off of uh, movies that I wanted to see. That would be at the top of my list. Uh, I, I do yep. not own that one. Yeah, that absolutely is. Uh, a- absolutely Good. Daniel Radcliffe giving uh, one of the best performances of all time. Almost <laughs> <laughs> of the decade. Of the it's, not of all time. it's not discount. Paul Dano. Paul Dano is also incredible, as always. <laughs> it would help if I had put these in alphabetical order. But I didn't. I can't find Swiss Man, Army. What is this amateur hour? So many things going on, dude. I I thought that it was right <sighs> here, but I can't find it. I'll come back to it in a second after I give my next pick. All right, my next one. Um, uh, all right, so this is one that I wouldn't be surprised if either of you added, but also uh, I wouldn't be surprised if both of you left off. But it is one of my friends, like all time favorite movies. I still haven't seen it. I really trust his judgment, and also sometimes he loves movies that I think are not 
necessarily as good as what he hypes them up to be. Uh, so I'm curious where this one falls uh, on on that scale. I'm going with Ex Machina. Mm. Oh, you haven't seen Ex Machina? That is the nope. first. Oh, I, I I had a feeling that's the first movie this. on your list that I would have included. So oh, that's really? The first okay. one that cool. I'm not like, wow, really? Yeah, yeah. That actually that makes me very happy because that was my next. Pick. I, so that means I get to open it up a little bit more. Yeah, I kept my I kept it off my list entirely because yeah. I knew someone was going to pick it. Oh, really? I thought that potentially both of you were going to leave it off because even if it's great, and again, I haven't seen it yet, I, I feel like there's other movies that both of you would say, oh, but there's others that are so much more interesting that uh, that could have been added. No, so, oh, no. You know, no. Alex right. Garland is awesome. is a uh, I, I adore him, but yeah, Alex Garland know. makes the most interesting. Stuff movies there are let's just see so sentence. can't wait for men all right well with oh okay that opens it up a little bit for me here i think eric's gonna play that one so i'm gonna skip uh, that one for now i'm so predictable <laughs> i know no 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 i'm gonna go with the florida project oh thank you okay good good all right now i need to find that one there it is florida project okay I, I'm really struggling with this next pick. I'm going to go ahead and pick the one that I've been waiting, hoping someone else will pick, but I'm sure this... I assume this is the one that you are expecting, Dan. Um, starring my favorite actor of all time, Ethan Hawke. I'm going with First Reformed. Yep. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's what I figured. I was just exactly about to say... <laughs> I was just about to say, Eric, if you do not pick First Reformed, uh, I'm going to be a little livid at you. <laughs> I was going to wait until the next round, but I got nervous and I don't know what else to pick. So <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> well, uh, I, I figured there's no way you are not playing first performed. Yeah. God, I'm the most, I, I said I had outlier picks, but I, I'm yeah, no, I'm playing it safe. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have that one. So there's hey, no happy, way that I was going to pick that one. So happy you picked it. All right. Uh, I, ooh, all right. What do I want to go with next? Oh, so there's, tough. Ooh, okay. There, there are a couple on here that I really, really want us to talk about, and uh, one of them. They, okay, there are three movies that I own that it's like, oh come on, we have to put one of these on there, and also um, there are some other movies that I feel like could be interesting to discuss. So I think we're gonna go that route. My next pick. This is insanity because after this, we each only have one. But my next pick is going to be Son of a Gun. The f Nathan, what is. Oh my God. Okay. Don't blame me. Blame A24 and me for both. Okay. All right. What? Is it the Ewan McGregor movie? Yes, the Ewan McGregor movie. Okay. All right. That might or might not be uh, a reason that I picked it. Okay. Uh, uh, All right. So you you now have three movies I would not have put on my list, <laughs> which means and I just realized I've been doing a terrible job of typing these in. Oh, it's it's, oh. it's fine. Last oh, pick. See now the pressure's on. Now the pressure's on because now you have to think oh. about what do you know of Eric and what he might pick for his last mm. movie. What do you? He's know? made the two that I would have picked. What that I would have that I thought he would have picked. He's made those two. What do you know about the movies All that right. I have been picking and what movies really need to make it into the skull? Okay. 
I, I'm just going with this film because I know how much Nathan loved his previous movie. Yes. Uh, and that's oh, even Robert Mitchell's it. Under the Silver Lake. Oh, oh man. Oh, Nathan, no. <laughs> didn't you watch this movie? This is the half movie that I've seen. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, shit. Okay. God. Oh, that's not why? what I was expecting. Why? 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 I didn't have it Under the Silver Lake on my <laughs> list, actually. I didn't think that you were going to pick that one. Oh. I do think that it might be interesting to discuss. Damn. Okay, it. so now I'm stuck in a position where I want. I need to decide if I want to go with the pick that I love the most, a kind of conventional awards bait type film, or some kind of outlier. Oh, God damn it. I'm so... <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, um, Eric, if this helps make your decision, uh, scrolling back through the chat, the movies that are in the skull already X, Green Room, Midsommar, The Lighthouse, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, Spring Breakers, Eighth Grade, uh, The Monster, High Life, Life After Beth, Swiss Army Man, Ex Machina, First Reformed, Son of a Gun, Under the Silver Lake, uh, and Dan was the other one that you picked. Or other two. I didn't enter a couple of mine in there. I didn't enter End of the Tour and Florida okay. Project. End of the Tour and Florida Project. This is this is mildly heartbreaking. Maybe it's a conventional choice. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. You know what? It, I've already typed it in. I'm going with the Green Knight. Yes. 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 See, that's the one I would have expected Nathan to play. <laughs> that's one of the ones that I was holding I, off I on playing because Knight. I really didn't want to use uh, one of my potential picks. All right, Green Knight. I got to find that one. Yeah. I just watched that a couple of days ago. And I have thoughts. Yeah. I, I, I'm i a little annoyed with myself for picking uh, a movie directed by a, uh, a white male because we have enough of those on there, but also uh, I can't like the deciding factor for me was uh, thinking about Dev Patel and how he is maybe the most attractive human being alive who's who's ever graced the screen. So uh, more of Dev Patel can uh, can't hurt anybody. I uh, I'm a little surprised that you didn't go with um, uh, the, the the one with Oscar Isaac where he's the mob boss person dude. Oh, I, that wasn't on my list. The most uh, violent year. Yes, yes. The most violent year, yes. the most violent year was on my list. I was going back and forth between this and Moonlight and Slow West. Oh shit! And after Yang. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Going. And no, you got you got the last I, one. I, I have the last pick, <clears throat> and I have to think about which of these movies. I've already got some stupid picks in there. I've already got a few that. Um. All right, that one's already in there, so I don't have to worry about that. It's a good <laughs> thing Midsummer is already. In I, I love this podcast. I'm just like li- literally looking at Nathan staring at a list. He's holding a list out in front of him, <laughs> like like he's Santa Claus trying to decide who's naughty and who's nice. Yes. Yeah. All right. I I need to check on one thing uh, before I make my last pick because honestly, I was not expecting to make the picks that that I did. All right. Um, This is a tough one, guys. This is is killing me. Ooh. Oh. Ah, shit. Oh, no. 
All right, I'm. I might already not. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save this. This is one. taking more time than I expected. Yes, I'm. I'm going to save this one for a different theme. I'm going to go with. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, Dan. I will just say this, Nate. If it's any uh, going to sway your decision, at all right now, you do have you have picked the lowest rated A24 films of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that possibly matters. <clears throat> that would, that I was expecting. <laughs> well and also to be fair uh i've only picked one movie that i've seen so far so all right for my last pick i am going to go with the witch Mm, interesting okay yeah i was not expecting the witch to make this list i wasn't either or to make yeah but um but it was either that or another one that I think could have gone into a uh, a, a different punch out, a, a doppelganger mm. punch out, and and I went this one instead. Also, I, I'm sorry. I, I believe what was it? Enemy? Yes. Enemy rules. Um, I, I'm sorry, Nathan. I see that you've you've spelled the witch incorrectly there. Yeah, I put a um, w it's actually than two it's v's. actually two V's. Um, well, it depends on where you, you look it up. That. It depends on where you look it up. All right. <laughs> so that is the twenty possible films that we are going to be looking at tonight. As I move all of this trash away from me to get ready for the main event. Okay. So. <laughs> All right, that's a weight off my shoulders. Now we have to get into the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> now that we're 45 minutes into the podcast, we can finally start. All right, so mix around my balls and my skulls. First up is we have First Reformed starting out strong. <sighs> Thank like against these be something that I don't want to talk about. First Reformed is going up like, god damn it, against Spring Breakers. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my god. I am so <laughs> I, mad right I'm now. I'm so angry. <laughs> I've, I've, can we just cancel? Can we start over? Like, Let's nope. start the recording over. Nope. Going and- back to basics. Scratch it. This is a fucking mistake. <laughs> And God it, damn it. You know why we can't start over, Eric? Why? Chaos <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Fox. All right. Thank you. So, Eric, what is the summary of First Reformed? Uh, a pastor of a small church in upstate New York starts to spiral out of control after a soul-shaking encounter with an unstable environmental activist and his pregnant wife. First yeah. Formed is a 2017 film directed by the legendary Paul Schrader. It has a rating of 4.0 on Letterboxd with a runtime of 113 minutes. Which That's is impressive. just shy of two hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for that clarification. Um, I would also like to say Paul Schrader may be uh, the best at Facebook of all time. Legend. Um, sure. All right. Spring Breakers is, uh, let's see here, the description on Letterboxd. After four college girls rob a restaurant to fund their spring break in Florida, they get entangled with a weird dude with his own criminal agenda. 
Uh, uh, which pairs well with last month's draft because he, uh, James Franco's character, is aptly named Alien. <laughs> uh, uh, Spring Breakers is the 2012 uh, film directed by Harmony, Harmony Corinne of Kids fame. Uh, has a criminally low rating of a 2.8 with, with 94 Whoa. minutes. Oh, that was your 2.8? Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow, that's that's Stunned, rated that lower than under the, or son of a gun. Wow, that I'm actually not surprised. I think if you, there were probably a bunch of people renting this movie expecting like a fucking spring break, here's some guns and titties kind of movie, and yeah. uh, got a Harmony Corinne film instead. <laughs> not, so not, 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 not James Franco going, Look at my shit, <laughs> like for five minutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um. Eric, your pick was uh, your pick for the skull was first reformed. What we're going to do here is we're not going to say necessarily which one we're going to vote for, but we're going to give a little bit of the uh, the reasoning for why we added them to the skull and maybe some general discussion before we make our picks. And then after we reveal what our picks are, we can give uh, any additional discussion in terms of maybe why we picked the one that we did. So, Eric, yeah, why did you pick first reforms to go into the skull? Uh, yeah, this was my number one pick. This was this was the movie I really want to see make it to the end. I wanted to go the distance. I <laughs> I adore this film. I, I love Paul Schrader. I love Ethan Hawke. I love Amanda Seyfried. I I just think uh, Cedric the Entertainer gives an incredible performance in this movie. I, I just think it's such an extraordinary film, and it touches on faith in a way that I think is really brilliant. And um, yeah, I don't know. That's. I'm sorry, I can't even think straight right now. First Reformed, yeah. Uh, love it. It's always going to be my first pick, and I... Yeah, I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. I'm distraught. <laughs> well, well, Spring Breakers was my number one pick. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, just because... Harmony Corinne has a way of saying... He has some things to say, and he's got a very unique way of saying them. And... James Franco gives perhaps my most favorite James Franco performance of all time. This film is gorgeously shot. It has no right to be as pretty as this movie is. It's it's a thing of beauty. You know, you're expecting Girls Gone Wild and you get a Michael Mann looking sh shot from time to time. Um, yeah. You, you, you can have your faith in whatever you have. I put my faith in Alien. <laughs> <laughs> so, both of these were on my short list of I really want both of these to make it uh, in into the bracket. I, I hate that this is the first pairing. And also, I kind of love that this is the first pairing. Of course, yeah. I, I love it too. So... <laughs> Oh boy! All right, uh, I don't think that I have anything else to add on the front end of uh, of the decision. So, do both of you have your pick of of what you're going to vote? Loaded. For? I got it. I got it typed in. I. <sighs> I. God. I have a feeling. I know. I know this. <sighs> All right. I don't know. All right. All right. I have my vote locked in. And uh, right. re rather than counting down one, two, three, I'm, I'm going to take part of the name of the popcorn punch out video rack attack bracket. 
and I'm going to say video rack attack, and, and then we'll show our picks. Because, okay. All right. <laughs> because that's just dumb That's enough. some good branding. Good, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Glad, you ready? I'm glad your PR person helped you with that. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Video rack attack. Oh, oh no way. Oh, oh wow. That is not the way I wanted to suffer my first defeat. Oh, that is so... not the way I expected this to go. Nathan, you have chosen first reform. I have chosen Elaborate. first reform. So both of you gave your reasoning for why they, uh, they were added to begin with. Both of those were like everything that you're saying is all of the background that I knew about both of these movies. And, and I really really want to watch both of them so much so so i'm gonna watch both much. of them either way i'm gonna watch both of them yeah so well, deciding, you, you know what hold, hold on hold on before you decide I'm, I'm gonna give some reasoning and then i'll ask whether or not there's gonna be any chaos cards so my reasoning for why i ended up you asking can god for will god forgive us if we leave first reformed off this list you answered no the reason that I went with First Reformed over Spring Breakers is I feel like movies like Spring Breakers we have either covered before or very easily will cover again. The only time that we've covered anything even close to First Reformed is uh, when we were doing our Chat Film Fest coverage and we talked mm. about, uh, oh shit, what was the name of that movie that um, had the the dude from um grounded for life i know that's he's been in so much more but that's the first thing that i think oh yeah yeah in. i didn't get to ch- get a chance to watch that one. Oh um, yeah it's it was it, like the pandemic film where they're yeah. in a church it's like about a church yeah it's a catholic priest uh in up, upstate new york uh, during the pandemic and and you know like we, d- we just don't talk about enough movies about faith and with as much as we yeah. like dive into what does it mean to be human and how do these movies get at the core of you know humanity it seems odd that we've not really talked about that many movies addressing faith and crises of faith so yeah i I feel like first reformed is a movie totally up our alley of movies that we need to discuss but also a kind of movie that we've just not talked much about uh no sorry the closest uh that we've come aside from the the chat film fest film uh is when we talked a little bit about midnight mass and and that's been about it so mm-hmm. that well, uh, scenes from an empty church is the film scenes from about, an way. empty church yes so dan are you gonna use your chaos card to keep spring breakers potentially alive because you do have two you can uh, spring breakers yeah. to the round of eight check your chat boys check he's thrown chat. it he's thrown down black philip <laughs> his chaos card is black philip rearing back ready to go he's ready to fight you might you might be able to find your humanity in first reformed. I'm finding mine amongst the titties in baby oil. <laughs> What's the thing that Jace Franco says in that movie like big booty something something about that's what life's all about. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, big booty. Yeah, I can't hear. James Franco has so many great fucking lines in that movie. So, Dan. Yeah, I'm throwing the chaos card. Are you advancing this to the round of 8 or are you advancing it straight to the chaos bracket? Because straight to the chaos bracket, baby. All right. Ooh. Set that over there for now. All right. 
I mean, I wasn't yeah. even thinking you could advance a movie. If you have two, you can advance a movie to the round of eight. And then if it loses again, you could advance it to the chaos bracket. Yeah. Too. And I you mean, could I'm also sorry, advance just... one to the round of eight and it could potentially you would kick also something kick out, out and then it I don't want to kick anything out. So I'm going to yeah. move it straight to the chaos bracket. Right. Does that, did I have to play two in order to do that? No, no, no. You, you have two okay. cards that you can use individually. Okay, cool. All right. Because so. I, I was like, I'll find it. I can find it here too. <laughs> My other right. one. I'm so thrilled. I'll use the A24 for this one. All right. Next up, we have. I'm just thrilled I didn't have to throw down my chaos card <sighs> during the first f***ing match. I can't believe I blew my wad that early, but I had to. <laughs> well, it was what spring you break. get for going straight through the last one. <laughs> no so bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> so, up next. Uh, thank you, Jason. Bateman. We have the Green Knight. Ooh, damn. Chasing down his honor to go up against. I feel like this is probably going to be an easier decision. Uh, the Green Knight is going to go chasing down the witch. Oh, oh, man. This is not an easier decision. What the hell are you talking about? I'm just saying. Uh, it might be easier. All right. The Green All Knight. Right. Eric, summary. The Green Knight. Oh, man. I just realized that Letterboxd has the taglines on here. The tagline for the Green Knight is, when honor was everything. <laughs> An epic fantasy adventure based on the timeless Arthurian legend, the Green Knight tells the story of Sir Gawain, King Arthur's reckless and headstrong nephew, who embarks on a daring quest to confront the eponymous Green Knight, a gigantic emerald-skinned stranger and tester of men. Green Knight is a 2021 film directed by David Lowry, has a rating of 3.7 and clocks in at 130 minutes. It is not a a short movie. Yeah. All right. Um, The Vitch. The Vitch or the 10 itch, if you uh, like to add up your Roman numerals. That's not how Roman numerals work. (laughs) That's not. I I am aware. (laughs) But I we can we can pretend. Um, in 1630s New England, William and Catherine lead a devout Christian life with five children, setting on the edge of an impassable wilderness, <clears throat> exiled from their settlement when William defies the local church. When their newborn son vanishes and crops mysteriously fail, the family turns on one another. Another religious-themed film here. Uh, the Witch is a 2015 film. It was the debut film of A24 favorite, A24 favorite Robert Eggers. Uh, New England's owned Robert Eggers, I might say. He is a local boy from New Hampshire. Uh, Has a rating of 3.9 with a quick runtime of 92 minutes. So it's a quick one. Also, I just realized we've got uh, we've got two Ralph Ineson flicks going head to head here. I love it. Yeah, because Ralph Ralph Ineson is the Green Knight, right? Yeah, he's the voice of the Green Knight. He is the eye. And he's the patriarch of the witch family. Yeah. Oh, man. This is inter- This is a very interesting matchup. And mm-hmm. the lighthouse is uh, one of the audience picks that's in the skull. So it is yeah. possible that uh, another Eggers film will be drawn. So that's mm. a thing. All right. Uh, Eric, your pick yep. was Green Knight. What was your reasoning for the Green Knight? Oh, yeah. It was one of my favorite movies of last year. Dev Patel is hot as hell. Um, I think it's just a a very interesting uh, kind of commentary on the hero's journey kind of story that you get. And um, 
in these types of like epic fantasy films that very much deliberately denies you the surface pleasures of these types of stories in a way that I find very fascinating. Um, excellent movie. I also just adore films that have like, that are like, they're mythic, but it's mythic in a way where like, it's, it's only hinted at throughout the film where it kind of just like exists on the margins and you get this like, as uh, as Gawain kind of goes through the film, or Gawain goes, I can't remember how you pronounce it. They, the way they pronounce it in the movie was different than I thought it was. They pronounce it, but anyway, um, there are all of these like very fascinating things going on at the fringe of this story, and I just love movies that do that. Um, so yeah, it's it's also just a, an astoundingly gorgeous film. So yeah, love it. Yep. Uh, and the witch was my final pick, and I it was one that I was going back and forth on because there's a number of other really great movies that I own that I really, really wanted to watch and talk about. And even though the lighthouse was already in the skull, the witch is one of those movies that uh, even though I've never seen it, because again, tons of movies that I've not seen yet, it's one of those movies that seems like it is so divisive with people either adoring it and thinking that it is, you know, one of the highlights of cinema of the last, you know, 15 years, or thinking that it's boring as hell. And I'm very curious as to where I would fall uh, on, on that spectrum. And that was it. So my main reasoning was curiosity of uh of what i would think of that movie i'll say i really i i watched this under some very interesting circumstances um that i would love to discuss on the episode sure and i've been wanting to rewatch it for a while because i don't feel like i got the full experience so i'm like really i'm really struggling with this one one of my other deciding factors let me take a quick look back at this to make sure one of the other things that i was thinking when i uh, when I picked the witch over some of the other movies, even though there are some movies in here that deal with faith. And even though there are some things in here that maybe uh, deal with the supernatural, we didn't really have any witchy stuff. And mm-hmm. we, we've been talking about a lot of witchy stuff over the last year or so. And I don't, I don't know, felt like there needed to be a witch in the skull. I think the witch is a very like quintessential a 24 film as well. Like it's, if you think of a 24, like it's easily going to be one of the top five movies that come to mind immediately. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. When, um, when I was trying to decide on it, um, I was trying to decide between the witch enemy and disaster artist. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, the witch mm-hmm. felt the most like, like a 24 horror. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that was my reasoning. Dan, do you have anything to add before we lock in our votes? I will add after we lock in the votes and send them off. Very well. Right. I, I made my decision and I, I, I'm not happy about it, but I'm making my decision is made. Ooh, my decision is my decision is made. Let me go ahead and type it in. <laughs> I love, I love how, I love the, like, hint of resignation in our voices sometimes when we do this. Like, yeah, here we go. All right. Let's go with it. All right. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Video rack attack. Whoa. Oh, Green so, Knight. Triumphant. Who in this? Wow. Damn. Wow. So the Triumph. Green Knight just won out two to one. Dan yeah. voted for I, I the was, witch. I was... I can't believe you voted against your own nominee. Yeah. 
Like, what the hell, dude? I'll uh, say this too. Nathan was trying to get in my head earlier today. I met with him because I printed the paper he used to put these uh, the, put these films in the little balls of chaos or whatever. And he was like, "Yeah, I watched the Green Knight today. What do you think?" What he's like, "What?" If you had to guess, what do you think I thought of it? I'm like, did you think it was boring? And he was uh, inscrutable. <laughs> well, add, add a little bit more context. When you asked me what I thought of it, I said with almost an anger, what do you think that I thought of it? Like it was yeah. almost like a, I mean, ah, that's, yeah. wow, wow. <laughs> So I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I have a feeling you. I, I did. I I did check Letterboxd and saw that you put a heart, but I also still was like, I don't know. Mm. Um, man. No, this is this is one of my top ten films of all time. The Witch. Um, one of my favorite cinematic viewing experiences is seeing it with David Eggers in New Hampshire. Uh, really? Yep. Yeah. I uh, got to meet him. He he signed my copy of Room Org magazine that had The Witch on the cover. He was just a darling gentleman. Uh, Film nerd through and through, uh, and you know, local boy made good. I've got New England witches in my blood. You know, being from this area, it's it is a pure New England folk tale that you Southern boys just don't understand. Apparently, well, uh, to, to be <laughs> fair, so Dan, you were part of the reason that I put this in the skull. I was thinking of your love of witches, and I was like, you know what? This seems very Danny. Uh, I mean, look at my look at my chaos card. My chaos card was black. It is black. <laughs> the only <laughs> reason I didn't put this in is because I knew if I put it in myself, I would be tempted to vote for it as far as it kept going. Uh-huh. Right. So, uh huh. Right. So it felt I, like I was putting my thumb on the scale if I put one of my favorite films of all time in there. <laughs> well, and it's one that I'm definitely going to watch because, again, I need to see it, and and I do feel like it would be a really really interesting pairing. Uh, if we end up with First Reformed and The Witch, that could be a great, uh, a great final three. But yeah, I mean, I feel like Green Knight's kind of a Eric. Are you going to use? Are you going to use your chaos card? That's a good matchup. I like. I've liked our two matchups so far, and um, neither of you are ever going to get to live deliciously. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) The only reason I went with the Green, like my deciding factors, I was like Green Knight is so unlike anything else that's on this list. It is like. Mm -hmm an epic fantasy film and you don't really get that it's like it's like a low fantasy kind of I oh mean, i'm sorry did i look over all the other witch movies we have on this i, list? I mean <laughs> it's also one that was the other fact deciding factor is it was actually produced by a24 like yeah. this was whenever a24 is finally starting to get into the production business and not just distribution so that was kind of what i went and I also feel like The Witch is a movie that will absolutely come up again at some point. Oh, I, I think you're right. Either yeah, of these ones could have. But. Yeah, yeah the, that's, that's true. The Witch is a, is a movie that we will 1,000% cover. Yeah, I'm, I'm not heartbroken. I'm just I'm mad I started off after all my shit talk last uh, <laughs> I'm uh I'm over two in this uh, punch out so well, far. And, and, and to be fair, I, again, um, yeah, when it came down to actually voting for it, I, I really struggled on which one I was going to vote yeah, for. It's tough. There might or might not have been a little bit of recency bias of I just watched Green Knight, and there's a lot of things that I want to say about it, and there's a lot of things that I want to say that are going to piss Eric so off. And yeah. honestly, I was thinking about that conversation of how much are my thoughts about Green Knight going to piss off Eric. 
versus Can I change how, my vote? Versus how much yeah. am I going I, to love the witch? I can't be so. mad at you. I can't because honestly, after you watch the witch, got a feeling you might have some opinions that piss us off on the witch too. I <laughs> feel like my opinion, but I I do think though that my opinions on the witch, if I don't love it. There are probably going to be things that you've heard before that's just kind of like, all right, yeah. Mm. Some of the things that I think about Green Knight are things that I have said before about other movies and things that I know, especially Eric hates when I talk about. And Eric, I'm not just doing this out of hate. I'm really not. I did but legitimately I, consider, like, before I before I nominated this film, I did legitimately consider, like, do I really want to talk about this movie with Nathan? Like, <laughs> do I want to subject myself to this? Yes, no, you do. It's totally, I'm excited. All right, all Eric, right. are you Next using your chaos card for The Witch? Eric, did you say Eric? Oh yes, no, Eric. Are no. you going to use a chaos card? I, I actually for the witch? did consider it. Dan, are you going to use a, your second chaos card for the witch? No, All right. no. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with this one. Like I said, the witch has a special place in my heart that can never be voted out. So, well, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and this month we're also going to be talking about what themes we want to cover. So maybe we talk <laughs> about witches for an entire theme in I don't know, maybe November or something. Mm. Uh, all right, and I'm not using it because I have already promised myself I'm not using a chaos card. Just th- this episode, I can guarantee you, even if the movie that I want the most loses, it lost. All right, up next, we have. Dun, 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 dun. Good time. Mm. Going up against. I have a feeling I know what's going to happen here. Going up against Life After Beth. Okay. Uh, Good time. The tagline for this movie is, are you ready for a good time? (laughs) After a botched bank robbery lands his younger brother in prison, Connie Nikas embarks on a twisted odyssey through New York City's underworld to get his brother Nick out of jail. Uh, Good Time is a 2017 film directed by the Safdie brothers. It has a letterbox rating of 4.0 and has a running time of 102 minutes. It does. Yes. I, I keep forgetting. I, I get so like uh, entranced by Dan's dulcet tones there that I keep forgetting to like <laughs> Do look up the other movie while he's talking. Yep. So I am stalling. I also <laughs> almost put the title in wrong. Well, next Congrats. up. Okay. Life After Beth. Life After Beth. Uh, be careful what you wish for. Zach is devastated by the un death of his girlfriend Beth when she mysteriously returns he gets a second chance at love soon his whole world turns upside down so it's obviously a romantic comedy A Life After Beth is the 2014 film directed by Jeff Baina has a rating of 2.8 and is 90 minutes long (laughs) (laughs) why are you laughing about me this movie has John C. Riley and Aubrey Plaza and Molly Shannon. This movie, Paul Reiser's in this movie. Anna Kendrick. Paul, man, this has a great cast. Right? It's a loaded film. Gary Marshall is in this movie. Look, you you are just what? explaining why I was laughing. Of dude, this movie has a great cast with kind of a stupid premise. Rob Delaney, and it's not that highly rated, but it's an A twenty four film. So. That just wealth of contradictions is exactly why Life After Beth uh, was my pick, and uh, or why I added to the skull. And again, like we didn't really have many comedies or any comedies. Spring Breakers maybe has some funny moments, but I, I 
don't expect that to be a comedy. So <laughs> uh, a good, good point. So Life After Beth, it was, I think, the only comedy that actually made it into the skull. And, and we've we've talked about zombie romances before. Uh, I mean, Swiss Army Man is pretty. Funny. Okay, yeah, Swiss Army Man. Sorry, forgot about that one. Uh, but that that's also like an existential comedy. That yeah, is it is dealing, got some dark shit. In it. Yeah, that's dealing with like death and what like why do I even exist and then just fart <laughs> jokes. Life after Beth, it seems like just a straightforward comedy. And uh, Eric, a couple of years ago when we did Warm Bodies, like that was a really surprising. Like that's a great movie. I was yeah, not I really expecting. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting Warm Bodies to be good at all. And I love that movie. So you know. Maybe there's a little life in zombies after all. <laughs> uh, while I enjoyed life after Beth, uh, good time is maybe my favorite Robert Pattinson performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, as much praise as uncut gems <clears throat> got, good time I feel is a better film. And it's, it is I'm actually stunned to learn that it was, uh, what was it, 102 minutes? Because uh, that movie, it feels like you blink and it's done and mm-hmm. your pulse is, is at about 140 beats per minute. Yeah, uh, You're in a cold sweat. You're somehow coming off heroin even though you haven't taken any. <laughs> um, it's it does that, that film will affect you physically. Just yeah. Walk. It truly uh, feels like an odyssey. I love that the odyssey is is used in the description because it truly feels like an odyssey. Like it it has the same kind of like mythic quality as something like the Green Knight, despite being in present day New York. Like it's really it reminds me a bit of Running Scared, the Paul Walker film. Like I would put yeah, it right it's, in the same camp as that. It is very much a it is the worst night of your life type of movie, and you yeah. gotta just through it somehow. Yeah, like a uh, like a um, shit with after hours kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, coming in fresh off of watching the Batman just a couple of weeks ago, Robert Pattinson is great. And uh, I guarantee you, Robert Pattinson. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I I forgot. Okay, yes. Whatever you were about to say, this is a better story. I forgot to (laughs) mention. (laughs) I I texted the two of you this, but mentioning Batman and Robert Pattinson, I have to share this story. So I was at Target uh, a couple of weeks ago, and as I was walking around, there was a just like redneck dude bro just complaining about so many things. But one of the things that he was complaining about was uh, there were some the Batman figures. I, I think maybe there was a pop vinyl or you know maybe just some of the toys. doesn't matter. There were some uh, toys for the Batman. And he saw those and he started complaining to his lady friend, wife, girlfriend, don't know, doesn't matter, about sister, sister, <laughs> possibly <laughs> cousin, all, all, all of the above. Yep. There, uh, he, he was complaining about how, uh, about how Robert Pattinson, you know, that, that Edward from, from that, uh, from, from that vampire movie, like how dumb it was that they made him the Batman. And his comparison was, um, Oh oh shit! Uh, who who did it, who did he say? Um, I texted you all this, and now I can't remember. You did. I don't remember. It was. Um, oh, now I remember. So he said they they should have just made Justin Bieber the Batman. Like that's that's as good as having that oh. that, that Edward as vamp- as the Batman. <laughs> wow! Like here's the thing that I want to point out about that. Not only was he complaining about the movie, I don't know whether or not he saw it. Doesn't matter. In his complaint about how oh they got Robert Pattinson that twinkly vampire to play the Batman. He not only 
knew Edward by name, not only <laughs> knew the movie that he was in a twinkly vampire by name, he also his first go to of who immediately popped in his mind was Justin Bieber. So yeah. he's, a fan. he's a fan of all those things. Yeah. He's got posters on his wall. There was something oh, yeah. so glorious about his rant that I, yeah. I started chuckling and I had to walk away because mm-hmm. I, I knew that I would have been punched. I actually uh, used yeah. to have a poster of Robert Pattinson on my wall from Twilight because it was gifted to me at a, at a at, when I worked at the movie theater, it was gifted to me at uh, at our Christmas party. And so I hung the poster up in my closet upside down because he's, <laughs> because he's a bat and he was sleeping That's in the dark. Lovely. That's Which great. I now realize is, is great foreshadowing. I should, yep. have, I should have known that he would become the Batman. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you all have your picks locked in? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. Video rack attack. Ah. Jesus. Oh, no. it's, not, it's not sending. There we go. Oh, there we go. We are scratching and surviving, my friends. Good time. Good time. Moving on. Through. No surprise at all. Good time is the movie that I actually did want to advance. The only well, reason, why did you vote for life after death? Yeah. Because <laughs> because good time is the movie that I wanted to advance. Uh, however, if one of you had decided, you know, just to kind of f*** around. I want to. Oh, you just. <laughs> yes. However. <laughs> Robert Woods, yeah, just, just joined us and posted in all caps, however, at the yep. end of our. Just just go ahead and turn it into a drinking game whenever <laughs> I say, however, uh, especially with that. Yeah, emphasis. He's making fun of Nathan and his, and his, uh, his, uh, what is however? Is it a conjunction? It's not a conjunction. What the f*** would that be? It, a word that I use to. What is the grammatical term? I'm sorry. Oh, it's too I don't late. care. All right. So, uh, so yeah, I, I wanted good time to advance. I, I was just hoping for just a little dash of transition. Chaos. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Up next. Man, I'm literally sweating right now, you guys. <laughs> oh, shit. We still have so much more to do. All right. Up next, we have a movie that I am going to name and this uh, in retroactively makes one of our earlier decisions a little bit easier to, to cope with. However, it's going to make this pairing a lot more difficult. So the first oh. one is the lighthouse going up against ex machina. Oh, okay. <laughs> the lighthouse popping up is one of the reasons why I've is, is another thing I was thinking about when I voted against the witch. So okay, good. All right. So uh <laughs> I had to go against X Mock. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's a rough I, one. I though. know we've said this a lot, but I love these popcorn punch out episodes so much. <laughs> oh how much you hate them. All right, the tagline for the lighthouse, there is enchantment in the light. God, these taglines are amazing. Two lighthouse keepers try to maintain their sanity while living on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. The Lighthouse is a 2019 film directed by the already once defeated Robert Eggers. It has a rating of 4.1 and is 109 minutes. And Ex Machina. Ex Machina, the movie that I am, do not have pulled up because I have... No clue how to do this podcasting shit. All right. There's nothing more human than the will to survive. That's a boring tagline. 
Caleb, a coder at the world's largest internet company, wins a competition to spend a week at a private mountain retreat belonging to Nathan, the reclusive CEO of the company. But when Caleb arrives at the remote location, he finds that he will have to participate in a strange and fascinating experiment in which he must interact with the world's first true artificial intelligence housed in the body of a beautiful robot girl. Machina is the 2015 debut film of Alex Garland as a director. It has a rating of 4.0 with a runtime of 108 minutes. I mean, debut depending on if you believe he uh, directed Dread or not. Mm. Which apparently is the conspiracy theory that's out there. All, All right, right, fellas. Here's the thing. The Lighthouse was an audience pick. It was. Um, it would have 1000% been one of my picks if the audience had not picked it. It, it was almost one of mine. Like I had to keep looking back at what were the audience picks because I, um, I, I almost picked it. Um, yes. So uh, Eric and or Dan, yep. what are some of your thoughts about the lighthouse? Uh, the, These are two films I really hate going against one another. <laughs> The Lighthouse is a movie I have not seen, but I have just, it has been memed into oblivion and I've been wanting to watch it for so long and I keep like putting it off and I I was going to, The Lighthouse is probably the reason why I wanted to do this A24 draft along with First Reformed because The Northman just recently came out. I knew I was going to be rewatching this uh, before The Northman came out. I wanted to catch up on Edgar's stuff. Um, And it just seems like batshit insane. Willem Dafoe and with yeah. a pirate accent and Robert Pattinson looking like Mario yeah, he, and he, I mean, he's not a pirate man he is an old time like Maine resident that is what like 80 years old men on the coast of Maine sound like swear to god he's like a sea dog he kind is of, kind of dude which is actually the the name of our Portland Maine baseball team is of course it is of course so um it's one of the most interesting things about <laughs> lighthouse is cuz Eggers is such a nerd for authenticity. He used like film stock from the 1930s. And it, yeah, and it's shot like, like four by three Academy make. ratio. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, and it's, it's, Machina. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's I, I I could go on and on about the lighthouse. It's it's just it's a really cool film. It feels like a very video monsters. Movie yes. For me. <laughs> Yes. Now, Ex Machina is a film that I adore. Alex Garland is one of my favorite screenwriters in general. I think that he is brilliant. Sunshine, I think, is one of the best movies of all time. I, I just, I, I love that movie so much. I love Ex Machina. I think he's one of those like he he kind of strikes this interesting balance between being like an auteur, but also kind of like a a journeyman filmmaker that I think is really interesting. Like. He has a very distinct, I don't even know if he has a distinct style other than he just really likes to tackle very big themes. Yeah. And he makes very weird shit. And he, he almost kind of has. He's cerebral with his he's, film. Yeah. He's he's a bit like Charlie Kaufman, but a little less um, <laughs> abstract yeah. in a way, I guess. I don't know if that's the best way to describe it. But. Um, yeah, Ex Machina is just a brilliant film. Oscar Isaac is brilliant. Alicia Vikander is brilliant. I, so yeah, I, he, here's something else about Ex Machina. I might have seen it before. Like as, <laughs> as you were describing it, I'm like, wait a second. 
This Coke sounds. Jesus. This sounds really familiar. So, okay, D- so, did Oscar Isaac have a dance number in the film? I yes. don't remember. I then you might. I don't okay, then you didn't. I, I re- well, I remember no as you were describing it. It's like okay, this sounds really familiar, but also it sounds like every single sci-fi movie that has some sort of AI where it starts. You probably watch that Black Mirror episode. I if know, you don't vividly remember the Oscar Isaac dance party, you did not see. This I film. I remember <laughs> that it started with um with the the scientist inventor whoever was giving an example of how the ai is able to achieve some sort of sentience ai whatever and make these decisions because it's asking questions like what is beauty and like it's giving the like uh like the dictionary definition rather than like describing what is beautiful kind of thing and then he's talking to maybe like a reporter or someone i don't think then this was they, no, it's okay it. okay so it's That's just another AI, movie that has a lot of the same things because then like the rest of the movie took place in just like um like this warehouse um not not really warehouse but like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh laboratory where it was just you know the this robot woman and she was naked a lot and I I think there was a dance scene where she was dancing I mean, I mean maybe you did see this I don't know it, it most of this movie does take place in like Oscar Isaac's weird like modernist yeah if lab I, thing if i've seen this movie and i don't remember that much about it <clears throat> that says something don't know what it says but it says something. <laughs> all right <laughs> anything else to add before we lock in our votes no let's do it go all let's go right let's go. i am typing in my vote now do you have your votes locked in yes, yes sir here we go video rack attack Oh, <laughs> Dan! Dan is on a losing streak here. Dan selected Ex Machina, but Nathan and I have both selected the Lighthouse. Wow! Oh. I've got to say, Dan, I really expected you to go with the Lighthouse. I, I'm, I love I'm Ex Machina. I fucking love that film. I, I do am love surprised. I've seen, I've seen that film like sweep. five times since it came out. I love that movie. I just I need to talk about the Lighthouse and all of the fluids and the <laughs> flatulence and, and the, the, the shanties the shanties the mermaid vaginas I, I've heard so much about this movie <laughs> and I still feel like I have no f***ing idea what this movie is <laughs> I... like it's, it's the kind of thing where I feel like I've heard every single surprising thing about it and I and I still it, like it doesn't feel like it has spoiled any bit of it it has not in any way like it just seems so it's singular such an, it's such an experience i i am shocked that this was not a clean sweep i i so expect i really yeah it, we haven't had any clean sweeps yet especially <clears throat> uh dan with all that you were saying about the witch uh that's uh, honestly that was one of my deciding factors is since we didn't get the witch on there the the witch the witch whatever since we didn't get that one on there I wanted I have at least one. Four A twenty four script books. One of them is The Witch. The other is Ex Machina. <laughs> uh, the other is Hereditary, which did not make the list, and the other one is my newly arrived Under the Skins. Mm. Nice. We I think have covered uh, Hereditary on the podcast. I can't remember if we did a full episode or if it was just part of other discussions. <laughs> we but, uh, kind of did a full episode. It was when I first joined during our like fear weeks but it was like a, I, i'm pretty sure that episode was like less than an hour long yeah so it's it, it, it so, was due for a revisit um absolutely yeah so 
the lighthouse not that surprisingly moved forward but also this was another tough one i wanted both of these to make it through mm-hmm. yeah ex machina was the as i was going through trying to pick my movies it was the second one that i set aside but it was one of the ones that I was holding off on because I was hoping that one of you would pick it to mm-hmm. give me a little bit more space. But it was one of the first ones that I set aside. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it was number was five on my original list. So, so, when it got picked, I was very happy. All right, Nathan, what are our next one, two, films that two, come four, out of this Godforsaken skull of decisions? <laughs> that we are only halfway through. Holy shit. Okay. Are we really? Oh, man. Right. This is always the longest part of the show, though. Yeah, yeah. Know. Once we get to the, the, the sweet 16, is that what it is? Then we. Yeah. The chaotic breezy 16. After yeah, because th- at that point, we've gone through all of the descriptions, we've got all of our reasoning, then it's just uh, working out the details. All right. In this matchup, <laughs> I love seeing what the matchups are before the two of you. <laughs> Lording your knowledge over us. <laughs> I'm so happy. I can't even I begin to describe how happy so I am. <clears throat> oh, God. It's going to be like two of your movies going up against each other, isn't it? So the first movie is Son of a Gun. No, I knew you're gonna say that <laughs> gun. okay do, do you want do one of you right. want to take a wild guess as to why i'm so happy because the second one is the monster no because that i would oh. be sad about because i want the monster to win oh is this going up against like midsummer or something it's going up against x oh, oh interesting oh you know what i just okay there's some there's something about son of a gun that i've just learned that has me a bit more interested in it. Okay. Son of a gun. Uh, everyone gets what they deserve. Locked up for a minor crime, 19-year-old JR quickly learns the harsh realities of prison life. Protection, if you can get it, is paramount. JR soon finds himself under the watchful eye of Australia's most notorious criminal, Brendan Lynch. What a lame name. But protection comes at a price. I don't think I'd be afraid of someone named Brendan Lynch. <laughs> Uh, Son of a Gun is the 2014 film directed by Julius Avery. It has a rating of 2.9 and clocks in at 108 minutes. It sure does. Uh, Nathan, what was the other film that, that this X. Up against? X. Okay, yes. <laughs> X. Uh, dying to show you a good time. In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas, but when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. This is the most recent film on our list from 2022. It is directed by Ty West, has a rating of 3.6, and is 106 minutes long. Okay. With it being one of, or with it being the most recent one, uh, is it available yet? Um, it will be out on May twenty fourth. So, so it will be available this May twenty fourth draft. It will be available on May twenty fourth. Yeah, it's very fittingly on May twenty fourth. <laughs> I also would like to to mention Robert Woods is now uh adding his uh, his commentary in the chat here and he's like son of a gun was shot here in Perth and then right after that he says it's totally mad <laughs> and then <laughs> all of his mates all, worked all, on. His, all his friends worked on it yeah all his mates worked on it alright so uh, the one, oh, oh, the oh, one thing about uh, sorry sorry before we move on to that uh-huh. I forgot to ask about uh, chaos cards on the last one Eric are you using a chaos card for Ex Machina 
Oh, no, no, no. If, if I'm using a Chaos card, you'll know. Dan, are you using yeah. a Chaos card for Exarchina? Same. I will be. I will not be quiet about it if I use my chaos card. All right. I'm not using it because again, I'm not using it through this entire episode. So, Robert, you have a chaos card that you can use, and again, you only have one. So, whatever movie you want to uh, save from total elimination, do you want to use that for Ex Machina to add it to the chaos draft? Uh, so it, uh, so you, it's it's not retroactive. It would just be uh, coming up on the ones that that you're here for. Okay. So, so what's come before? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, the witch um, and life after Beth have both lost. <laughs> yeah. And so far, the only thing Dan used a chaos card to advance Spring Breakers because to the chaos round because Spring Breakers lost to First Reformed. Yes. In our very first matchup, which was you bunch cool. of godly do-gooders. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is it? I, I love it. A, a, a film that's about like all about faith versus <clears throat> just utter debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so Eric, you were saying something about uh, the movies. The one thing about Son of a Gun that has me mildly intrigued is that it is directed by Julius Avery, who directed the film Overlord, which is a, a fucking oh. that movie fucking rocks. Uh, Overlord is a video monsters film, if ever there was one. It's that World War II zombie film that's basically just the Wolfenstein movie. <laughs> right. um, I that. Uh, Overlord is one of the most fun movies I've seen in a long... I, I love that movie. It's so much fun. Um, and it's shot with a lot of panache, too. So, I don't know. Do you, I'm, I'm, oh. Am I the only one so far to have seen X? Yes. I believe so, yeah. I haven't seen it. I'll I'll vouch for that one, though. Then, uh, audience members. Uh, X is just a wonderful throwback horror film. I mean, you're going to get all kinds <clears throat> of X games on Massacre Comparison. Yeah, yeah. But it is that and so much more. Uh, it's it's Ty West's return to the genre after some time away. And it, it's, it's just such a fun, wonderful film. All right. So uh, these Dan, two could Dan, not Dan, Dan's really be waffling here between these two movies. It's kind of hard to tell which way he's going to go. But, uh, <laughs> are we ready, fellas? I mm-hmm. absolutely have my vote locked in. Are you ready? I surely do. Ready. All right. Video Rack Attack. And we got triple X's, of course. Our first very, No very surprise here that I voted for a Ty West film. I've never <laughs> seen a Ty West film. I'm 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 terrible. Well, listen. I just gonna, love that we have triple. We got three X's. That's just beautiful. <laughs> we, we are going to do a a, a Ty West um, uh, punch out at some point, and. I don't know. We have to put it up against something else. All right, I need to. <laughs> I was going to say there. I don't know if there are enough movies for that, but. I need to keep track of the movies so that uh, so that I know things. All right. So obviously none of us have to use our chaos card on that unless anyone wants to advance um, son of a gun. Does anyone want to use a chaos card to keep son of a gun alive? Wouldn't it be hilarious if I'm just like, fuck it, putting Ewan McGregor <laughs> up against James Franco and uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, all right. right. So, uh, Dan, you said earlier that you did not want to know what the highest uh, ranked one, highest ranked one was in the uh, the audience survey. X was the highest ranked one. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have another interesting pairing that I think I know how things are going to go. But we've said that plenty, and then we have no idea what's going to happen. All right. Up next, we have the florida project 
Ooh. Another Willem Dafoe. Against Midsommar. Oh, man. <laughs> man, both very bright films. Hey, that's true. Yeah, these are probably the two sunniest, <laughs> most colorful movies on the list. I love right. that so far this entire episode, when I've announced the pairings, it's been the two of you going, oh, man, and it's been me laughing. <laughs> Not surprising at all. All right, The Florida Project, welcome to a magical kingdom. The story of a preco- precocious six-year-old and her ragtag group of friends whose summer break is filled with childhood wonder, possibility, and a sense of adventure, while the adults around them struggle with hard times. Uh, Florida Project is a 2017 film directed by Sean Baker. It has a rating of a 4.1, which ties it for our highest rated film with The Lighthouse, and it is 112 minutes. Yeah, that's like a that's like a, a big Oscar Oscar film. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though I don't know if it won, did it win anything? Did Defoe no, win? but I know Defoe was nominated. Um, okay. Uh, all right, Midsommar. Let the festivities begin. Several friends travel to Sweden to study as anthropologists. A summer festival that is held every ninety years in the remote hometown of one of them. What begins as a dream vacation in a place where the sun never sets gradually turns into a dark nightmare as the mysterious inhabitants invite them to participate in their disturbing festive activities. Uh, Midsommar is the 2019 film directed by Ari Aster. Uh, It has a rating of 3.8 with the theatrical release being 148 minutes, I believe. I'm just double-checking because I believe there is a director's cut that is even longer. There is, yeah. I'm just trying to find it, the time on that one. Man, you just reminded me. I forgot there's a director's cut. I haven't seen the director's cut. Yeah, the runtime is 2 hours and 28 minutes with a director's cut of 2 hours and 52 minutes. Jeez. Mm. Okay, damn. All right. Uh, the Florida Project is one I have not seen. Florida Project, that Dan, that was one of your picks, right? Yes, Florida Project is very near and dear to my heart because, again, for I worked 10 years working with homeless youth, and the Florida Project is pretty much a, hey, guess how homeless youth come about movie. Um, it's... The, it's this movie about this young young woman with her kid who live in a beat, beaten down no-tell motel. Um, mom loves her drugs, her, her sex, and this kid is just kind of left to wander to her own devices. Um, it's like in the with, shadow of Disney World or something, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's literally right down the road from Disney World, but it is far from the happiest place on Earth. It's one of those... Like, you know, you go to a tourist town and once you get outside of the tourist area, it is nothing but sadness and abject poverty. It is a real pick-me-up of a film. But, <laughs> also, sounds like uh, a very Willem, accurate description Willem of Florida. Willem gives one of his most heartfelt performances I've ever seen out of him. He's just pure, genuine kindness in this movie, and it's not something you see from him often. Mm. This is This is... This is actually maybe the most difficult decision of this so far. This one's rough. Uh, Midsommar was an audience pick. Um, and I've not seen it. Uh, so uh, I'll say one, this. one of you add some information about it. 
Midsommar is um, the movie. I would have picked it. I probably would have thrown Midsommar in there if um, the audience didn't pick it. I would have picked it over Hereditary, even though Hereditary is easily one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, <clears throat> like, truly, I adore that film. Um, but Midsommar is fascinating in so many ways. Ah, shit. Um, and then The Florida Project is a movie that I... I almost... <laughs> I don't know. I had it on my list to throw out there. Possibly, it probably I probably would not have selected it if Dan hadn't selected it, though. But it's a movie I've been wanting to watch for so long, and uh, we have a lot of horror on this list. We 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 don't have a lot of prestige. Like the I think the movie that I'm most heartbroken that I didn't include we, is Moonlight. We have we have First Reformed. We do have First Reformed. Yeah, that's the big one. But also First Reformed was kind of like a. It was kind of snubbed a bit when it like Ethan Hawke wasn't even nominated for Best Actor, even though he should have fucking won for that movie. Um, and yeah, I don't know, man. The Florida Project is just all right. All right, I'm sorry. I'm Nathan. Do you have do you have any other thoughts to add? Uh, yes, that I'm going to share after we vote. I also so. follow Sean Baker on Letterbox, and I uh, I enjoy his uh, his thoughts and mm-hmm. I enjoy watching. Uh, so Eric, if, cool if this helps, uh, this is where things currently stand. The films that are advancing into the round of eight so far are first reformed green Knight, good time, uh, the lighthouse and X with spring breakers in the chaos draft. If that yeah. makes any difference. Okay. All right. I I'm locked in. All right. Dan, Same are you here. locked in? All right. Video rack attack. I hope I don't break anyone's hearts. Oh no! I'm so sorry, Dan. Oh. <laughs> Dan I, over the Florida I, I project. Mad at this. Um, this Nathan will give I. me a great chance, great reason to break out my Midsummer 4K that I haven't watched yet. So, so you want to know what the deciding factor was for me? You mentioned that there's a director's cut, and I was like, I need to watch the director's cut because I, I love Damn this movie. Damn my of knowledge. <laughs> there's so much to talk about with this movie. You, you, uh, you want to know my deciding so factor? Yeah, what? We don't have any other movies with bears in them. <laughs> Do we have any other movies with dick in them? Yes. Um, I'm guess say probably. I think for, this first reform. I don't remember. Yeah. Surprisingly, Willem Dafoe's dick is not in the Florida Project. What about the lighthouse? Don't you see it in the? Don't you see? Do you see it in the lighthouse? He's naked in the I, lighthouse. I think least. you do. Yeah. You get Robert Pattinson, Pattinson masturbating too, I believe. Um, <laughs> All right. So, Eric, are you going to use a chaos card to advance the Florida project? Uh, I am not. Dan, are you going to use a chaos card to advance the Florida project? I am not, but I'm just going to point out that uh, our audience pick, the audience picks, have won the last three. We got to put an end to that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Or it, or it means that they have great taste in movies and most they, of the ones they do, but I'm kind of sick of them winning right now. <laughs> you're just, you know, you're just sad from losing. Uh, and my, my then, biggest... uh, but, but before we move on, um, uh, Robert, are you going to use your chaos card to advance Florida project into the chaos pick? Okay. <clears throat> Robert says, no. I, I'm a little disappointed only because I don't know if the Florida project will come up again. I don't know if I we'll have another chance to cover it on this podcast. Uh, not not in the same way Midsommar would. Here, okay, so aside from my joke about bears, uh, this is one of my other reasons with growing up in Florida and <laughs> knowing 
like yep everything that dan was just talking about seems accurate i don't really feel like being sad right now and at least (laughs) at least horror movie sad there's something so uh like over the top and almost otherworldly about it that horror movie sad for me is an easier escapist thing midsommar has a very it's it's an incredibly depressing film at the beginning like soul drainingly depressing and has this very interesting catharsis at the end of it. It's a very, you, there's a very conflicted catharsis sort of. Although I haven't seen the director's cut, so I don't know. I think yeah. the director's cut maybe it, it, it doesn't make it happy. Yeah. <laughs> also, no, actually, Robert Woods uh, here has uh, made a a good point. Midsummer is hilarious. It is truly like it really is kind of a comedy. He, he yeah. also um, makes the point that every, can. everything with Will Poulter is hilarious. There's there's a lot of really funny shit, and it's like yeah. funny in a way that's very dark. It's it's funny only just in the absurdity of it. He also oh, makes I, the point I, that you can just watch movies for the sake of watching a movie. All right, yeah, but I like to next talk up. About it with you I know that you do. All right, I've already pulled up the next movies. Uh, so all right, all right. the next pairing up. The next pairing is the end of the tour. All with, right, with my pen not working. The end of the tour, going up against a man at the end of his own tour in Swiss Army Man. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) The end of the tour, imagine the greatest conversation you've ever had. (laughs) The story of the five-day interview between Rolling Stone reporter David Lipsky and acclaimed novelist David Foster Wallace, which took place right after the 1996 publication of Wallace's groundbreaking epic novel, Infinite Jest. Sorry. Uh, End of the Tour is 2015, directed by James Ponsult. Is that how, how do you pronounce it? Ponsult. Ponsult. Yeah. It has a rating of 3.7 and is 106 minutes long. All right. Uh, Swiss Army Man. We all need somebody to lean on. Alone on a tiny deserted island, Hank has given up all hope of ever making it home again. But one day, everything changes when a dead body washes ashore, and he soon realizes it may be his last opportunity to escape certain death. Armed with his new friend, in quotes, and an unusual bag of tricks, the duo go on an epic adventure to bring Hank back to the woman of his dreams. Swiss Army Man is a 2016 film directed by The Daniels. It has a rating of 3.6 and is 97 minutes long. All right. End of the tour, Dan. That was one of your picks. I'm going to admit right off the bat, this is a very niche film, um, specifically for people my age who remember when Infinite Jest came out. And I'm going to say this right now: 95% of the people who have said they have read Infinite Jest are fucking lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that book is a brick. It literally took me like three tries and around six years to read. <laughs> um, it is a monumental achievement in in the literary world, um, and it's it's a pretentious as fuck book. So it makes sense that this became an A twenty four film um, <laughs> with Jace, with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Um, I'm having I'm saying it should beat Swiss Army Man. Though, so. <laughs> um, it's. For someone who doesn't, who wants not necessarily an offbeat film, but just kind of like a Frost Nixon type of film where it's just two guys spending most of the movie talking. 
Well, and yeah. it's if, a great film, which I love. If I remember correctly, uh, it also was one of the screen drafts uh, picks. Yeah, I believe so. Swiss yeah. Army Man very much was not. Movies about people talking are like the kind of thing that falls squarely in the uh, my shit category. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but I just love movies that can make dialogue pop and and like make dialogue dialogue cinematic. And I, I really like James Ponsall. Uh, another movie that I briefly considered was The Spectacular Now, which is a great film, um, which he also directed. Uh, but Eric, you picked Swiss Army Man to go into the skull. I surely did. Uh, Swiss Army Man, um, it's not quite as niche as uh, as the other film. I mean, you know, I think we can all agree that Paul Dano writing uh, <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. It's, it's not a niche film, but it stars Daniel Craig as a corpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> That old chestnut. (laughs) Like Paul Dano riding Daniel Radcliffe's farting corpse like a jet ski is maybe not the most original (laughs) idea ever put to film. Really? That seems like it is a thousand percent the uh, most original idea that has ever been put to film. Absolutely. Well, and this is uh, part of the reason I included this is because I think it's just it is truly one of the most surprisingly heartfelt films I have ever seen. Like. It is, it is a movie that is constantly surprising you. It is so inventive. It is the kind of concept that you cannot imagine anyone ever actually Oof. coming up with. And not only just like coming up with the idea, but actually putting it to paper and then actually saying, hey, we should make a movie out of this. And then actually convincing f***ing Harry <laughs> Potter and the later Riddler, the Riddler. to be in this movie. Like, it's it's insane on every single level. It's one of those movies that probably should not exist. And I'm so glad that it does. And the Daniels are also like having a moment now with everything everywhere all at once, which unfortunately is not on our list here. Um, So yeah, I think it'd be a great time to revisit it. And like I said, I think this is maybe the most Nathan movie that has ever (laughs) existed. So that was, I I, I love this movie and I want to, I like want to watch it and talk about it anyway, but I especially want to know what Nathan thinks about it. Dan, have you seen Swiss Army Man? No. Oh, well, I'm excited for both of you to, I I can assume you've seen it already. It's long been on, like, as soon as we decided we were going to do an A24 month, I'm like, okay, that's on the list. I'm going to be watching that regardless. If if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, this also was one of the films that screened at Chat Film Fest. But uh, it was playing during one of the movies that I also really didn't want to miss. So I missed mm-hmm. it at Chat Film Fest. But it's been one of the ones that ever since it screened there, I was like, I, I have to see this movie because, yeah. Eric, like you've said, this just seems like the most Nathan movie. Yeah, it's it's a movie that I threw on as a lark just because, like uh, like I said, I can't believe it exists and I'm curious to see how it goes. And I, and I just couldn't stop. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Um I also really want to revisit it because I I still feel like I need to reckon with the ending of the film, which I will not spoil, of course. But it ends in such a this the ending of this film is so surprising to me that I need to I need to watch it again to figure out how I feel about it. So yeah. that, anyway, that's let's let's see whether or not it's going to be the one that we're talking about because we're still in the round of sixteen. All right, no, 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 I know it. Yeah, Eric, you have your vote locked in. I do. Then, yes. Video rack attack. And uh, we got a Swiss <laughs> Army Man sweep, clean yeah. sweep yeah. for Swiss Army Man. Which the the end of the tour does sound very very interesting. I do want mm-hmm. to watch it. Um, I really want to see Jason Siegel's performance. I, I'm he's I, phenomenal. I, I, he is I so love, good. 
I love Jason Segel. Yeah, but I, I needed so to see Swiss Army Man. So I want to see Into the Toro. <laughs> I need to see Swiss Army Man. Uh, all right, Nathan, what's our next matchup here? What we got? So our Are we still last, in the 16? Yes, this is so our last, last season. Matchup. This is the last one. Oh, okay, I'm not been keeping up. Wow, and we still do not have. We are still looking for Green Room, Killing of a Sacred Deer, Eighth Grade, The Monster, High Life. Oh, oh man, Under Shit. the Silver Lake are all the ones that are left. Be possibly in this. Okay, all right, all right, all right. And There's going to be some disappointment. I feel. There's a yeah. There is definitely going to be some disappointment. Because for the final pairing in our round of 16, we're going to dive under the Silver Lake. Mm, okay. Looking for a green room. Uh, under the Silver Lake is going up against green room. I'm so mad that... Uh, Can I just go ahead and vote? Uh, <laughs> green room okay. was one of the... Oh, wait. No, we have to do that part first. The, the summary. Yeah. All right. Under the Silver Lake, what are they hiding? Young and disenchanted Sam meets a mysterious and beautiful woman who's swimming in his building's pool one night. When she suddenly vanishes the next morning, Sam embarks on a surreal quest across Los Angeles to decode the secret behind her disappearance, leading him into the murkiest depths of mystery, scandal, and conspiracy. Under the Silver Lake is a 2018 film directed by David Robert Mitchell. It has a rating of 3.5 and is 139 minutes long. All right, and then that is going up against Green Room. One way in, no way out. A punk rock band becomes trapped in a secluded venue after finding a scene of violence. For what they saw, the band themselves become targets of violence from a gang of white power skinheads who want to eliminate all evidence of the crime. Green Room is 2015 film directed by Jeremy Saulnier. It has a rating of 3.7 and is 95 minutes long. 3.7 should be 5.7. Mm. Um. All right, guys. Here's the thing. Under the Silver Lake, I have not seen, but I fucking love film noir. I fucking love Andrew Garfield. I fucking love It Follows. <laughs> and I, I'm so I love that this movie is so divisive. Like, there's something like I, I love movies that piss people off and that people adore. And I'm so curious <laughs> to see this movie. And Green Room is, again, literally one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it is spectacular. One of the tensest experience I've ever had watching a movie both times I watched it. Like, even knowing every single twist and turn of this movie, it is still fucking practically unbearable to watch at times. It is incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, Green so Room was things. also brought up a lot during our final February when we were talking about, you know, like non-traditional final girls yeah. or I've been wanting that the final girl trope movie. could, you know, be modified to where it still hits yeah. all of those notes, but in very different ways. So green room has been on our minds a lot over the last few months. I'm ready to vote. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> You're just going to go. Into I, it, right. I mean, we, we could talk about more, but uh, I, I am ready to vote and y'all already know what I'm going to vote for. Yep. Ready? I'm locked in. Video rack attack. Clean yeah, green sweep room, clean green sweep. Room. We swept the green room. Immaculate. Uh, I would like to point out that out of the eight films that got voted in, four of the all of the audience vote films that got brought up were voted in. <laughs> wow, yeah. The audience yeah. knows us. I actually 
depending on what it went up against, I kind of anticipated voting against Green Room, even though I love it so much, but only because I... I, I felt like it was a movie that would come up again, but it's also a movie I've been dying to talk about for like three years now. And for whatever reason, we just haven't talked about it yet. So not yep. mad about this at all. all not right. even the slightest. All right. So that takes us finally to, um, to our, I need to write those down so I can keep track of things. I can't believe how long this has gone. I can. Again, it's I'm, always, I'm, it's, the, the, this round is always the longest. The next does, two yeah. fly by. Right, fly by. Yeah. Cause we don't got to, talk about them as much yeah um i'm pouring one out for my dearly beloved eighth grade which is maybe the scariest movie on this list uh yeah so um, uh, that we, didn't have a chance. We, we can spend a little bit more time talking about the uh the ones that did not make Man. it at the end but the four films that did not even make it into the round of 16 are the monster the killing of a sacred deer the ones that uh, dan just said eighth grade and do, 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 high life are the four. I, yeah. I would also like to point out that all five of my films made it into this, and four of those five got there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, only one of mine did not make it into the round of sixteen, and none of them advanced. <laughs> I guess three did three did the three of mine that come in came in advance. Yeah. Right? So so the movies moving on weren't drawn. The move the movies moving on to the round of eighteen are First Reformed, Green Knight, Good Time, The Lighthouse, X, Midsummer, Swiss Army Man, and Green Room. With right, look, this is working uh, out pretty well, I gotta say. With Spring Breakers already added to the chaos bracket. All so, right, into the elite eight. Yeah, and who boy, these are some elite eight that we've got coming up. Uh, again, I know that I just said this in podcast time about two seconds ago, but in the elite eight, first reformed, Green Knight, Good Time, The Lighthouse, X, Midsommar, Swiss Army Man, and Green Room. Every single one of these movies, I want a three-hour discussion with y'all on. I'm not going to be upset with anything that advances, which is good because I'm not using my chaos card at all we're not gonna be upset with anything that advances but we are gonna be upset with everything that loses exactly <laughs> I, I will be very happy with everything that wins and distraught over everything that loses so let's see what that first pairing is and i might need a softer skull to rattle these around in <laughs> when my kids are not sleeping well all right so first up in the elite eight we are going to who boy be shining a light on our sins as the lighthouse goes up against first reformed go f yourself nathan <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me i am not kidding you i there here is first reformed and here is the lighthouse wow so we've already gone through all, right. all the summary and stats. <laughs> Obviously, we don't need to uh, to repeat all of that. We've already gone through some of our reasoning of why each of these movies were uh, were added in in the original sixteen. But before we vote, anything that either of you want to say to try to sway the minds of the others? Um, I mentioned while you stepped you stepped out for a second. I mentioned to them that there were three movies that I really wanted to make it to the end. Uh, two of them were these movies. 
So, <laughs> well, you'll get yep. at least one of your wishes. So, quit complaining. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I. Huh. Huh. <laughs> I don't. Do you guys have. Do you guys know where, where you're going? I know where I'm going. Damn. I, all right. Um, I don't want to tip my hand at all. I am fairly certain I know where I'm going. Uh, I'll not say what my deciding factor is, but the things that I'm considering here is the horror, which we've got a lot of horror or emotional character study, which we've got a few movies that have some character studies in them. Uh, and Willem Dafoe versus Ethan Hawke. So mm-hmm. this for me um, is not an easy decision. But I'm fairly certain I know what I'm going to vote for. So I'm really, I'm really struggling with this right now <laughs> so, because I'm trying to decide how to game this out. Oh, there, there is no gaming at all. I've got move, my vote locked in. <laughs> I'll I'll add some additional stuff after. I'm also just trying to decide what you guys would vote for. (laughs) Um, Okay. I've got mine locked in. All right. All right. Yep. Ready. Video rack attack. Oh, God. Oh, God. The lighthouse (laughs) is moving forward. As first reformed, I continue to lose. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Dan picked first reformed. I God, what you know? I, what? Honestly, you feel man, even worse now, don't you? You feel, I feel even, even worse because <laughs> I, I really, I was not expecting you to pick first reformed. I thought Dan was gonna pick Lighthouse just out of spite because uh, it won against Spring Breakers. Well, yeah. I thought you were going to pick the Lighthouse because of the Eggers and New England factor. <laughs> I. Damn it! I really want first. First, so like, well, it's too late. It's too late for what you wanted. Uh, you picked yeah, what you wanted. You, you voted here. for what you wanted. So my reason house might be more interesting to discuss. My reasoning for why I voted this I, again. I want to see all of the movies that we have in in our top eight, and that's <clears> going to be my priority of uh, the rest of this month. These are the eight films that I'm going to put on first. <laughs> Uh, all of so, the reasons that I gave for why I wanted First Reform to go uh, to go forward against Spring Breakers still hold, and I'm still so interested in seeing it. So here's a, it. it, it okay. Also, I don't know. I, I'm kind of more in the mood for something just kind of bizarre right now. So that's kind of what I was leaning. I mean, first, um, okay. So here's the other thing: is do we, we Eric? Are you going to I use want your to ask card you guys to advance first reformed? Well, that's the question, is it? Because do we want a repeat of the very first matchup at the very <laughs> end? Of, do we want to bookend this with a fucking battle to the death between first reformed and spring breakers? I mean, there will be at least two more titles that. in there, though. Again, in that bracket, there could be. So. That's the thing, yeah, yeah. Because, but it could be that matchup, and I'm also. I just don't know, Nathan. <laughs> I just don't well, know. You know as, as you are trying to think about that, uh, Dan, are you going to use your second chaos card to advance the movie yeah. that you did not vote for? Or the, sorry, no, the, the ones that you did vote for. 
I wonder right. if Robert, Robert, how do you feel about first reform? No, he, you make, we make our decisions before I mean, the curious. audience chaos cards. Here's the he, thing. He I thinks that they're the same the movie. Card. He put in the chat, <laughs> they're the same movie, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? Okay. I are have you, a question. Are you, yes. No way. Yes. Question. He did. Yeah. If you don't use a card, I assume you get two next time, right? Yes. Uh, uh, not, not the audience. The audience were just doing single oh. ones. Really? Yeah. Oh. Be, because. Even though right now, uh, Robert is basically our silent partner in all of this. If we do start getting more and more listeners, he might not necessarily be the one with the chaos card. It also um, puts a little bit more freedom in the audience pick of, ah, I I can't hold on to it. Might as well spend it. Okay, I'm looking down at my lap. I don't want to belabor this too much. What other movies do we have? Okay, you know what? So the, even though I just said these, the other six movies are Green Knight, Good Time, X, Midsommar, Swiss Army Man, and Green Room. I'm just trying to decide which horse I want to back here. I will not be using my Chaos card. God damn it. <laughs> oh, neither of them are being used. First Reform dies to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, now at this point, uh, Robert. All right, he is holding on to it. I am and like yeah. Eric now feeling one of the themes of that film: Catholic guilt. That's exactly yeah. That's exactly what I was sitting here thinking. I'm like, if if I have to fill it for any movie, it's it's appropriate that it's first reformed. The crazy thing is that I literally made a first reformed chaos card that said, "Will God forgive our chaos?" <laughs> and I told myself that if I was going to use it on any movie. It would be first reformed. Well, are you are you going to use it? But there is another movie that I feel very strongly that we must discuss. I feel very strongly about all of these. I I'm going save to save it. I'm save going to it. save it. There we go. I'm going all to right. save it. So next up, we have Bummer. two Damn. movies that I'm opening up now. And looking at, oh boy, another Sophie's Choice of Awesomeness. So, next up, we are going to decide whether or not to fight Nazis or bears as Green Room (laughs) is going up against Midsommar. So, one cult versus another. Hmm. And this one's real difficult because not only was Midsommar an audience pick, not only was Midsommar um, one of the ones that I had in my list of, I own it, so it was one of the ones that I thought about playing. Also, love Hereditary and have been wanting to watch Midsommar forever. Like, as soon as I heard about it, it's like, I I really want to see this. And I've not seen it yet. Green Room, Mm -hmm. I have seen, and it is amazing and intense and brutal i'm just happy a audience pick is gonna lose for once (laughs) you don't (laughs) necessarily know that no wait weren't both of these audience picks uh oh shit oh yeah that's right that's right both of these were audience picks oh i see one of them is definitely going to lose lose. will lose finally i gotcha there one will win but yes (laughs) all right i am i am am locked in eric dan any thoughts before we lock in our votes Nope, locked in. Yep, let's do it. 
Hold on. I honestly Are you still have, thinking? Yeah. Oh shit. This this one this one's tough. I I really, really it is. really I just I hate that this pairing is happening now because yeah. if it had happened a little bit later and I knew yeah. some of the other movies, <clears throat> that would decide. That would decide. I'm, I'm thinking of this but, in terms of tone. Sure. And I'm looking for. So I'm. I'm trying to. I'm hoping we have a variety. Uh-huh. And that. That's the thing. Is. But uh, yeah, d- depending on some of the other pairings, if I knew which one of a certain movie advanced or not, that would make it much easier for me to decide on this one. And I'm also thinking about what I think is going to provide us with the richest conversation. There's also so. that in this instance, both. I, I don't think that's even a question on this one. I think there's going to be plenty. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm ready. Are you still you're still uh equivocating over there? I know which one I'm voting for with sadness because once again, even though I'm super excited about whichever one of these advances, I'm really (laughs) sad about the one that doesn't. All right. Y'all locked in? Locked in. Yep. Video rack attack. Uh, Midsommar uh, advanced. It's Sweden, right? Is it Sweden? Sure, I, don't why not? I don't remember. So Eric and Dan both voted for Midsommar as I very hesitantly voted for Green Room. Uh, not yep. because I did not want Midsommar, but again, it was the known versus unknown. And uh-huh. knowing that I've been wanting to talk about Green Room I act- for so long. I, I have I have too. I think Green Room is a perfect film i think that it is actually i I would say that it is a better film than midsommar but i think that midsommar is i like the messiness of midsommar and i think that makes it a slightly more interesting film to talk about well so the pairing that i was talking about that i didn't want to say beforehand is um i wanted to know whether or not uh the good life is that the one with pattinson that's just tense all the way through Good 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 times yeah good times I wanted to know whether or not Good Times is going to advance because if Good Times advanced, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't want two movies that were going to have me like on edge the entire right, yeah. time. So I thought about that too. Yeah, if, if Good Times had gone through, it would have been easily voting for Midsommar. But that was uh, was one of the things I was thinking about. Did not matter. All right, next up, we. Oh wait, before that, uh, Eric, do you want to use your yep. chaos card for Green Room? No, sir. Dan, do you want to use your chaos card for green room? Robert, do you want to use your chaos card for green room? He's tempted. Robert is tempted right now. So Uh, keep in mind, green room will be would advance to go up against spring breakers and either uh, whichever two lose in the next round or if Eric's pick at some point loses, then it would be whatever Eric is chaosing spring breakers yeah, if I chaos something. and, and green room. Oh, he's typing. All oh, right. So passing. Robert is mm-hmm. passing. Okay. Next up. <sighs> Next up. Um, 
I, I can't think of anything witty to say for this pairing. We have Swiss Army Man against X. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I was worried it was going to go up against Good Time, and I was going to hate the world. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have, because I wouldn't have known what I would have voted for. Uh, I'm locked in, fellas. You got? You guys ready? You ready for this? Hold on. I'm locked in. And I am as well. Video Rack Attack. I love how... Uh, oh, man, Nathan. You are, <laughs> I am surprised at you. You voted against Swiss Army Man? The f- I did not vote against Swiss Army Man. I voted for Ty West. A24. Sure, sure, sure. May uh, for the... For the- for those of you listening, Swiss Army Man has defeated X. It has slashed it down. I'm I'm not sad about this one. Like that's not even one that I was deliberating that long on. Um, and then then already Eric, are you going to use your the last two are though? Eric, are you going to use your chaos card to advance X? I shall refrain from chaos for now. Dan, do you want a little X in your life? No, thank you, sir. Robert is Xing out X, which means I need to make sure that I'm adding the right movies back into the list, which means that for our final pairing in the round of eight is the Green Knight against Good Time. Mm. Okay, so this so we're already down tough. one green movie. Um, <laughs> if if you were hoping for a green movie in May, now's your chance. Yeah, but here's hmm, so because no, 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 you just voted against X. Yeah, I did. Uh... Huh? You, you, How do you do? You guys know know what to do here? Because oh, I, I, I know what I, I do. do. I know what to do. Oh, you guys are already good. Oh, yeah. you already you already good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, all right. So I know I'm, what to I'm do. Good too. All right, let's uh, reveal and then we can discuss video rack attack. Oh right. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and Dan I and I have voted have... for good time defeating the Green Knight, which I've got to say, I am kind of shocked that I did this. Yeah, I am I, 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 I was resigned to losing this one. Good time was not ever even in consideration for me to be perfectly honest with you. And I <laughs> here's the thing though. I I there must be a Robert Pattinson movie at the end of it. I told I told you guys Robert Pattinson will be at the end of yeah. this, even if oh, we have, have two of him. We do have the lighthouse, but if the mm-hmm. lighthouse is defeated, we have an understudy. So N- now our chances are twice as good. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I I do love Good Time. I am bummed that the Green Knight has been knocked out, but I also feel like the Green Knight. I feel like the Lighthouse, Midsummer, and the Green Knight all have a very kind of like. They all kind of fit a similar tableau, even though they're very yep. different from each other. They all still feel like very big, ambitious, like wild out there kind of films. And Good Time is a scrappy little. A scrappy little movie. Good time. Good time. Green Knight are an interesting pairing too. They're both like Odyssey films. Yeah. Well, and, um, and again, and I feel like good I, time, I'm I'm more okay with Good Time advancing with Green Room not advancing, just in terms of uh, you know my own anxiety levels. So <laughs> that means that uh, in the round of eight, 
first reformed green room x and green knight were all knocked out as the lighthouse midsummer swiss army man and good time are advancing into the final four oh man okay just, all right just an interesting array of films i love it uh, yeah yeah um very very curious to see uh what's what's gonna happen all right so with the first this, i think it's gonna be purely based on matchups which one get in which one's getting i know i know dropped one of them all right so up first in the final four we have a movie that <laughs> involves dead what? people and another dead people yes and another movie that also oh, okay. involves dead people We've got swiss army Pretty man sure. going up against okay. midsommar <sighs> okay damn it <laughs> Okay. Okay. Mm. that's that's a thing uh now i'm a little nervous about so this one. At, i'm, at I'm this not nervous point, about my choice i'm nervous about your choices at this point it doesn't mm, does it matter no that means we're gonna have pattinson's going up against each at, other at this point mm-hmm. it doesn't matter for the chaos cards because right now there's only one chaos pick so even if you were to use your chaos card and then the third movie would still go in there. So at this point, yeah, chaos cards yeah, yeah. are, chaos are relevant. Losers are going in the chaos round at this yeah, point, yeah. right? Uh, so they they can live to fight another day. Uh, and I'll, I'll think a little bit more on whether or not the audience chaos can roll over, or if there's some way to to advance it. Maybe there's just like I, I don't know. I'll, I'll think about that between this episode and the next popcorn punch out. So Swiss Army Man against Midsommar. We have to decide on what movie we are going to pick, and <laughs> I am going to pick. Did you just go into slow motion? What's going on? Yeah, over there? <laughs> that was me trying to talk and think about what I was going to say and which movie are you dying? I'm going to vote for. Yes, I am a little bit. <sighs> Jeez. I feel like this All is right. funny because I feel like you're becoming. I feel like we're switching roles here where you're becoming more distressed by these matchups than I am. <laughs> well, at this point, I'm nice. thinking about Dan is heavily invested in Spring Breakers. Yep. So whatever loses, Has potentially, to go against- potentially, Spring Breakers uh-huh. might not get drawn, potentially uh-huh. is going up against Spring Breakers. Mm-hmm. And if so, which of these movies would... Eric, you more. Which one do you think would be more likely to compete? Uh, and, yeah, and I don't know, so I'm just going to vote for uh, for the one that I want. All right, yeah. it's locked in. Oh yeah, whoever, whichever one is this is 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 it? It's going on. We're, yeah, whichever one we are definitely talking about. Eric, are you yeah, locked in? I'm ready. I'm Dan, ready you locked in. I'm ready. Video rack attack. Yes, with a clean sweep. Oh my gosh. That makes me happy. I'm so thrilled. This is the movie that I saved my chaos for, uh, which <laughs> I guess I didn't need to. Um, like this is the one. If First Reform couldn't make it, Swiss Army Man had to make it to the end. Yeah. So I am so thrilled. Mm-hmm. Then yes. at that point, okay. it All wouldn't right, have good. mattered if I had voted. I, I had <laughs> a feeling that Swiss Army Man was going to be, uh, Eric, your, the one that you would vote for more against uh, uh-huh. Spring Breakers if it goes through. 
But oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. But, Are you trying to knock out Spring Breakers, Nathan? I was just thinking. I voted for Swiss <laughs> Army Man because that's the <laughs> one that I wanted to make sure. Sure, sure. Talk yeah. about which means we have the Lighthouse versus Good Time. And I know what I am voting for. I, I love that we got to our pets. I'm saying this is here. I love it. <laughs> we are going to be talking an our pets film. Love I love it. it. Yep. We are absolutely going to be talking about either the lighthouse or a good time. I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've, I've got my vote locked in. And either way, we're going to have a good time, fellas. Exactly. I've got it locked. Eric. Same. All right. Yep. Video rack attack. The lighthouse oh. is shining its light, leading us. Nathan and I have voted for the lighthouse, defeating Good Time, which will go into the chaos bracket, though. That's right. So. Yeah. Hey, you, you want to know one of my reasons for why I voted for Lighthouse? Because of Robert Pattinson masturbating, so that um, uh, so that Paul Dano can see where he's going when he's riding Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful i love it also I, I will say the lighthouse is is the other movie like my, my top three films would have been the lighthouse uh swiss army man and first reformed so i am absolutely thrilled with this the lighthouse also gives us our two a24 darlings with patents and willem defoe very happy we got some defoe on this list all right so uh, that means Swiss Army Man and the Lighthouse are definitely moving forward, or not moving forward. We are definitely talking about them. Let's talk, or let's vote on which one we are ending the month with. And and again, when I think of uh, the order that we're going to be discussing the films, I think about how do I want to cap off the month. Sometimes I think about that in terms of saving the best for last. Sometimes Oof. I think about that uh, with with the tone of do I want to ramp up the intensity or do I want to end on something a little bit more lighthearted? And also, uh, I, I think that we've mentioned this before, but our theme for June is universal monsters. So how do I want to transition into June? Mm-hmm. So let's, let's vote. Oh, this uh, is a very and, easy vote for me. Yeah. The, uh, the one that wins <laughs> is ending the month. So, at however you are thinking, so we're voting for the in the capper, right? We are voting I'm for at. right. We are voting for how are we going to conclude the month? How are we going to uh, not necessarily the winner of the month, but kind of you know the the whole saving the best for last kind of thing? So, Swiss uh, Army yeah, Man yeah. versus the Lighthouse. Um, I feel like this is a very obvious choice. I don't know if it is or not. Uh, I I'm fine with either one, but all right, I've got my vote locked in. Y'all locked I'm in? Set. Yep. All right, video rack attack. And oh uh, yes, ending with lighthouse. the lighthouse. So here's why this is an obvious choice, Nathan. Um, if Universal Monsters is our June theme, uh, the lighthouse is a black and white film that's shot in four by three. Yeah, yes. no, it, it about, makes the it most has, sense. It has like monster mermaids in it. It so. makes the most sense. I, I don't know. Just, I kind of wanted to think about something happy with a <clears throat> writing dead person. I don't know. Well, uh, then I'm, I am totally fine with that. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. I have no yeah, okay. no problems whatsoever. All right, so I have another reason for it, but I, I don't want to discuss it. Until we talk about the movies. Right. All right. right. So now 
we have the three remaining movies of uh shit which ones were the ones that moved forward i forgot to write those spring down. breakers midsommar and good time are the ones in there all right so yeah spring breakers midsommar and good time are in these three and to make sure that y'all don't think that i am picking the ones that i want to pick i am randomizing them in front of you ah, nathan is holding the balls up in front of the camera as i do each time which is obviously a sleight of hand and he's taking whatever he wants it's like watching penn and teller man (laughs) (laughs) all right so this is number one this is number two this is number three Uh uh-huh dan one two or three so one two or three Three. Three. All right. Yes. Which means try to keep these both in frame. All right. So Eric, one. Oh, you dropped the frame, you cheated. I'm not going to cheat, dude. Stay there. One or two? One or two. Hmm. All right. So let me think. I am going to go with two. Two. So Yes, sir. Two. That one. Going with a, a the deuce. Yeah, Dan, Dan is like chewing the end of his pen here. He looks like he's about to have a heart attack. He is like just, I'm just kidding. Um, so, we are faced with a very, very important decision of are we going to spend our time during the summer or during spring? Mm. Midsommar is going up against Spring Breakers. God damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. That's okay, uh okay. <laughs> so hmm. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Okay. I've got my vote locked in. I thought this was I thought this was gonna be an easy easy choice. No, of course it wasn't. And now I am be- because it's the two films that made it all the way to the final four and the one that we re- or the one that at least one person really wanted to advance. The chaos yeah. bracket is not an easy pick because uh-huh. they are ones that again either advanced on their own merit or were ones that <laughs> at least one of us very specifically wanted to move forward. Yes, I just figured I knew what I was going to vote for, and now I am at an impasse. Not really. Actually, I, I know what I'm going to vote for. I'm locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. One second. I am writing things down so that I can actually track all of this because I forgot on the last one. All right, so that's that. That is that, uh, which moved those forward, and then chaos bracket. Riveting, riveting podcasting. (laughs) This is how the sausage is made. It's how the sausage fingers are made. Nathan, do you remember what was number one on the A24 (laughs) draft? uh, Robert, I I love your enthusiasm and the uh, (laughs) with your gifts. (laughs) <laughs> spring break, spring break forever, bitches. Spring break, bitches. I, I, I can't, I can't tell which one you're talking about. Uh, Actually, yes, the, the, um, the screen drafts a twenty four draft was Moonlight as the top. Moonlight was number one. Yes. Ah, of course, of course. Ah, I'm so bummed. Didn't even make our draft. It yeah, did. It was. 
Take that, screen drafts. Moonlight was literally <laughs> number two on my list, and at the last minute, I changed it to whatever my second pick was. Oh, I changed it to High Life. I changed it to High Life, which wasn't even fucking picked. <laughs> I can almost reach Moonlight from uh, from where I'm sitting. Moonlight is so good. Do you have your votes locked in? Yes. Eric. Uh, yes, sir. I'm All ready. right. Video rack attack. Yes! Oh, we got a clean sweep. Spring break, y'all. Oh, vindication. <laughs> <laughs> the chaos pick from Dan in the very, the very first, first film matchup. eliminated in the tournament. <laughs> Making a, a righteous comeback. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing a pattern <laughs> with some of that. Uh, yeah, Spring Breakers has come oh. back to win in the chaos bracket, which means we are going to be discussing Swiss Army Man, Spring Breakers, <laughs> and then The Lighthouse. What a fucking trio of movies we're I'm very talking happy. about in May. All of which, though, a lot of water themes. Yep. A lot of water themes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, That's in true, true, in yeah. fact, if Spring Breakers had won and Swiss Army Man had been in the uh, in the Chaos Draft, then we very easily could have done a beginning, middle, and end where they go on Spring Break, something goes terribly wrong, and they die. They get washed up on shore. Paul Dano rides them into the, the afterlife, and the lighthouse <laughs> is obviously purgatory. <laughs> Paul Dano rides them into the afterlife is just a a wonderful yeah. sentence on its own, like without any context whatsoever. You you guys haven't seen Spring Breakers, right? No, I've not seen it though. I've seen there's another. A, I'm not I'm not giving anything away by saying this. There's just this beautiful scene where you go into James Franco's like house and there's a little like guns on the wall, uh-huh. and he's like, "Look at all my shit." And I'm just picturing like Paul Dano being mounted on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That would be amazing. Oh God. Beautiful. Oh man. I, these are not the movies that I expected to move forward at all. (laughs) Me? Me either. I got two out of three of my picks. So I'm, I am fucking thrilled. I'm still (laughs) bummed that my, my number one first reformed is not on here, but Hey, that's how it goes. That's what I love about it. But if it has to be substituted with anything, spring breakers is a, is a great choice. Spring breakers is one of the ones that I, I planned on putting in there. So I am happy that it made it to the end. The lighthouse, uh, Eric, I think you were saying this, that when you think a 24, the witch is like the first thing that you think of. The lighthouse, the lighthouse is, yeah. if not the second, it's at least like the the sister to the witch. And, and I believe that's you know. another one too. The lighthouse, I think, is one that is actually produced by A twenty four. I think it might even be the first movie that they produced. And Spring Breakers is technically the first A twenty four movie is a glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan the <laughs> third. But I think they like to pretend that one didn't happen. So Spring yeah. Breakers is the second movie. I Spring think Spring Breakers is what put them on the map. It, yeah, it's their breakout movie. So I'm glad that we have that on there. Yeah, um, this, the Lighthouse is just a fun, like, kind of weird blank checky. Maybe not blank check, but like very interesting. Like that's the that's the situation where you have a, a filmmaker. Well, we'll talk about it. I'm going. I'm going yeah. off. We we will talk about that when we actually get to it. So uh, tracking the journey of these films, Swiss Army Man won in round one against the end of the tour. It moved on to win against X in round two, and then against Midsommar in uh, in the final four. 
Spring Breakers lost against First Reformed uh, in, in round one. And Dan used his chaos card to advance it to the end. So it did not compete in rounds two or three, <laughs> but it did come back for a triumphant return in the chaos bracket. And then the lighthouse won against ex machina in round one. Then it won against first reformed in round two and against good times in round Man. three. It took down some heavyweights. It did. Yeah. Oh. Wow. That's uh. We also got a nice this spread was a of ratings. Good times here. is what uh, this was. Uh huh. We got got a nice spread of ratings where Spring Breakers had the two point eight on Letterboxd. Uh, I, I don't understand that. From the cinematography alone, that movie's a three point four. I think maybe <laughs> a lot of it comes into Dan. What you're saying of expectations of I think most yeah, people yeah. were expecting it to be like hundred percent. I don't know, something other than it was and, and expecting it to be more of like a Girls Gone Wild style video. And Which is strange because there's still so much Girls Gone Wild shit in that film. <laughs> but like, like, people it's... who just are going in for looking for boobies, there's so many boobies. You know, it's, it's still <laughs> got your Girls Gone Wild all over the place in that film. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know then. I, I don't know. I have no idea. We will talk about it when we actually get there. I'll say though, all right, before... that's such a weird thing too because I can't imagine somebody going into the the lighthouse has a four point one overall rating, and I can't imagine people watching that movie and being like, "Yes, this is exactly what I wanted out of this movie." Although I guess I think with it doesn't have it does have a very artsy facade, yeah. so you got a very the only people facade. watching the light people didn't stumble into the lighthouse to watch it. You know? <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's what I mean with the expectations of if Spring Breakers, even if it has you know lots of nudity, if it's much more of like that. Yeah, it, if it's like uh, if Quentin Tarantino directed a Girls Gone yeah. Wild video, most people don't yeah. want something like that. So yeah, I don't think people expected it to be as satirical as it is. Right. <laughs> and so also, I'm sure none of those people, a lot of those people didn't see uh, any other Harmony Crin film prior to this to know what they yeah. were getting themselves into. <laughs> yeah, because, this, uh, this film is the Starship Troopers of Spring Breaks. Mo- spring Break. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh my god, I love Starship Troopers. All right, let's spend a little bit of time talking about the the four picks that did not make it into uh, into the bracket. So let's start with 8th grade. Eric, you picked 8th grade. Obviously, I knew that you were going to. Why did you pick 8th grade? 8th uh, grade is just a, a wonderful like terrifying movie truly it's i mean i i'm a sucker for coming of age films this is one of the most authentic feeling coming of age films i've ever seen um as a parent it is kind of terrifying to think about all of the things that your child could be getting into and all the ways that social media has affected them and it's also just this like really heartbreaking but also pretty kind of hopeful like um depiction of this uh very lonely girl and the way that she tries to use social media to make friends and stuff. It, and Elsie Fisher, who we saw earlier this year in the Texas Chainsaw movie, uh, this is her breakout movie, and it, she is just extraordinary. It is an incredible performance that, um, I don't know, I just I adore the movie. I think it's brilliant, and uh, sad to see that, sad, sad that we didn't get to talk about it, because it is very different from any other film on this list. Yeah, I've not seen it yet, but it was going to get my vote. If, uh, if it had come up. All right. Next up was High Life. Who picked that one? Me. Eric. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you got shit picks. 
Yeah, another, I got, it's another Robert Pattinson movie, uh, another movie that involves uh, masturbation. <laughs> uh, but this is a a space, like this is a spaceship film. I don't even know like how to describe it. It's, it's apparently sort of like a sci-fi horror drama film. I think Claire Denis is a, a wonderful filmmaker. I'm sad that we don't have any film, female filmmakers represented on this list or on our final picks. Um, but this movie just sounds batshit insane. And uh, it sounded like it would be one that just had so much in it to to talk about. Um, it's a yeah. very... I just watched it a few days ago. It's a very cool movie. I yeah. liked it quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, Andre 3000 in this movie, too. Juliette Binoche, Mia Goth, like, has a phenomenal cast. I mean, if this was made, I would have just used the Juliet Binoche versus a sex machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have just said that, and that might have been enough to get everybody. That woman is unafraid. She gives it all in that scene. I yeah. have not seen it, but uh, it, it sounds amazing. Uh, I'm probably going to try and watch this one, too, if I, uh, even though we're not going to cover it. Right. Uh, the, the next one, I definitely am going to rewatch because I, I love this movie, and I really really hate that this one did not even make it into the bracket but the monster directed by brian bertino uh the the description on letterboxd a mother and her 10 year old daughter are trapped in a forest there's something in the forest something unlike anything they have heard before something that lurks in the darkness and it's coming after them so the first time that i saw the monster i thought that like I, I thought that it was fine but it's just one of those movies that as i was watching it it kept growing on me and it's one of the movies that after i finished it i kept thinking about it it's a very simple movie it's you know single lo- basically single location almost the entire movie is the mother and daughter stuck in their car there's a few flashback scenes like Cujo, like Cujo, yeah. or uh <laughs> like so many of the movies <laughs> that we've talked about um where you know it, it's got that single location and so the entirety of the movie rests on the weight of of their acting and on the believability mm. of their characters and and i bought into it you know like when i was watching it i cared about these two characters i cared about their relationship uh they 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 have a strained relationship i think that the mother is divorced and she's like driving the daughter to the dad's house and you the daughter correct. likes the dad better and so you know like the daughter thinks Mm -hmm. that her mom is just a bitch and it's just a really strained relationship that over the course of the movie you see how that strained relationship has an impact on this uh you know tense and traumatic uh, experience that they're going through and how that experience is then shaping their their relationship Mm -hmm. it's it's a simple movie but it's just so effective. I watched it. I want to say around the time that I watched the Babadook for the first time. And it has a lot of those same themes in terms of, you know, dealing with the parent child relationship. And yes, there is that monster, but the monster represents very obviously like it's a little on the nose in, in terms of how this movie is playing out with what the monster is representing but it does it really well. Um, it, it, it's got a lot of hiding the monster in the shadows, which is great so that you're mm-hmm. not focused on that. When you do get the monster reveal from what I remember, it looked really good. Uh, it didn't look like a, Oh, really just keep it in shadows the entire time. Like I was, I was impressed when I finally saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a simple little horror movie that um, again, dealt so strongly with parent child relationships. And I, I've been, dying to rewatch it and discuss it 
we're gonna i'm gonna add to the theme uh you know parent-child relationships yeah. things like yeah, Cujo and babadook and uh and the monster it sounds great and it's from the director of the strangers which is a great movie and uh zoe kazan is is such a such a wonderful actor like i think she's so incredible in pretty much everything i've seen her in uh, it also would have been kind of fun to have it make it to the end because she's She's married to Paul Dano, I believe. Oh, is she? Um, so yes. It's been kind of fun to get, to get the two of them at the end. Now, if it had made it, it would have been the lowest rated. This has a 2.7 on Letterboxd, which is oh, wow. bizarre. Um, I I do not think that it deserves that low of a rating. But, no. but that's... Yeah, it, it seems like another one of those that's probably an expectation thing where it's like, yeah, we want a cool horror monster movie. Oh, it's a mother-daughter relationship thriller thing. Yeah, and and it's very easy to hate both of the characters. So if you don't get on board with it, it's really easy to think, all right, why can't the monster just jump in the car and eat both of them already so I can be done with this? <laughs> right. Very easy to get there pretty quick uh but yeah so, something about it just it, it latched on to me and and i've loved it uh and then mm-hmm. the fourth movie that did not make it is the killing of a sacred deer which was one of the audience picks <sighs> and one that i've not seen before so one, one of you bummer. take some of the details about that one that was the coolest audience pick to me like that was the yeah. one that, I, that was really unexpected uh i i said that there wasn't a, any yorgos lanthimos discussion at all because i also would have like i would have put the I, I would have considered at least putting the lobster on my list had that not been picked by the audience yeah, this yeah this film was just it's not like a, it, it's it's still weird but it's not as weird as the lobster but it, it is a very uncomfortable film to watch yeah um but yeah colin farrell's great in it um nicole kidman uh, barry keegan keegan i think it's keegan yeah the he is just unnerving in that movie like he he just he has that if you've ever seen a yorgos lanthimos film you know people have a very stilted way of talking and with his odd delivery of those types of lines it's it's one of those that you just like g- please go away from me kid like if you'd met this guy in real life he'd just like i don't want to hear anything you have to say please just step out of ear range from me go away um but it's it's such a cool movie uh based on an old myth i believe it is like it's an it's it's an old old folk tale i believe but you know, presented in modern times. It worked very well. I thought it was a great film. Hmm. It sounds really cool. It also would have been interesting to have this paired up with uh, The Lighthouse and um, Swiss Army Man because that would have been a murderer's row. It would have been like all of the stars of the Batman. <laughs> like there, There's so many Batman people. <laughs> yeah. If if it Probably. had made it, I would have voted for it over Spring Breakers for that alone. Yeah, because <laughs> you get the Penguin and, uh, and uh, Redacted. Yep. For the Batman. Yep. So, yeah, that has been uh, this episode of Popcorn Punch Out Video Rack Attack Bracket for our A24 theme for May or May 24. It sounds wrong when I say it that way. So, I'm going to keep saying it that way. Good. <laughs> I, Lord. I am super, super excited about all the films that we're going to be discussing. And uh, it is very late. There are more words that I want us to say, but
but I know that if we go much longer, we're, we're just going to start dropping like flies. So, Dan, where do you want people to find you? You can find me on Twitter at eat, uh, dear Lord, that's my old Twitter account at HBO to front row and on HBO to front row.com. And Eric, where can people find Paul Dano riding you into shore? Uh, in my dreams. <laughs> um, I believe that would be Pornhub, Eric. Pornhub. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. I am not on that website, but I am on Twitter at the Chimerican, which is T H E C H I M E R I C A N. Uh, I am also on Instagram at Chimerican Reviews and on Letterbox at Eric J A Y. And you can follow me slash the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Video Monster Pod. Or you can follow me personally on Letterboxd at uh, The Gargoyle. That's G A R G Y L E because it's a gargoyle wearing an Argyle sweater. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to keep coming back as we spend way too long discussing uh, each of these films. Just do a search for Video Monsters wherever you get your podcasts. And then join us in Discord and be a part of this uh, discussion. Join us for our live episodes, which take place every Tuesday night at 9-ish, depending on, you know, kids, family, all that other stuff. Uh, But yeah, Tuesday nights, usually at 9-ish for our live recording. And then episodes get posted as soon as I'm able to actually get around to editing and, and posting them. Uh, but join us in Discord, be a part of the conversation, uh, join us for the popcorn punch-outs, because these are so much fun, I think. Also, <laughs> thank you, Robert, for all the emotions, adding in all the... the emotions, <laughs> Robert has put together a composite image of uh, Spring Break and then... Oh, you're making the beginning, middle, end of, yeah, the beast. Yes. <laughs> waves to the that, that is, is tremendous work right there yeah you beautiful. did that that's beautiful that that like flows together so well we need to post like, this so that way people I, can see that i almost want to switch spring breakers and swiss army man just so that we can have that beginning middle and end yeah and also i like that this picture is uh somewhat phallic in in shape uh yeah it's, it's good. phallic it but all, also blocky works. it's like a like a dick of a Lego man. All right. Yeah. With that, let's close out this episode of Video Monsters. Dick of a Lego man. <laughs> what would a Lego dick look like? <laughs> like that picture. Would it just attach to the front? Like, I mean, <laughs> I guess it would be like how you put on like a belt with them. You would just, <laughs> you know, how, like you have the two halves. You put the belt in the middle of the leg and the and the those, top part. You just those have are a little strap on. Exactly. It'd be like a little strap on. <laughs> That's uh, been it. For this bizarre episode of Video Monsters, I'm Nathan. And I'm Eric. And I'm Dan. Now go watch Um. A24 films and join us next time as we discuss Swiss Army Man. Good night, everybody. I bet there's I bet there's like a specialty shop that makes little Lego strap-ons. Jesus. All right. I'm gonna- <laughs> you, you know that that's the post credit scene now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs>